Welcome back to Squelch. I'm Dano. I'm Enthralamund, and we're here to remind everyone that Hearthstone is a game, and that games are supposed to be fun, especially when you have to start your podcast twice in a row. (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to do? If you like what you hear today, that's awesome. We love you, if you did. Um, And if you didn't, and you're still listening, we love you for that as well. But, um... (laughs) No, either way, we still be listening. We appreciate well, it. Well, I mean, they, they might not, they might like not love. Maybe they just like it. Maybe they're like, you know what? Stuck at home, stuck in the car. I can, I can listen to some squelch. I got nothing better to do. I hope we're I not. I appreciate that. that. I hope we're not in that space where someone's just listening to it because it's what they do and they're no longer enjoying it. That would be the worst space to be <laughs> it's in. It's just, just driving on their commute, you know, and like the squelch popped up in the queue and they're like, no. If I. <laughs> If I have to hear that enthrallment guy laugh one more time, I'm just too lazy to take it out of my rotation. Yeah. Oh, I totally meant to have the Siakla up and I have Squelch instead. Well, if that's you, leave us a five-star review. (laughs) (laughs) And you've listened to Siakla, which is an amazing uh, podcast about the... uh, in between period between Napoleon and the French Revolution. Um let me know because I am a fan. He's the the host is from Minneapolis, I think, Minnesota for sure, and it is really interesting and fun. So that is your history chat for the day. Awesome. Um, <laughs> we did get a five star review this week. I I can read it. I think so. Sure. Five stars from <laughs> Cadbury Lake in the United States. Thank you so much, Cadbury. So it's a podcast, and podcasts are meant to be fun. Okay, quick quick tangent because i that's what i do um i was like last night like 2 30 in the morning i was lying awake in bed because who can sleep and um i was looking for like i was looking at like best podcasts <laughs> of 2020 and first like we weren't listed in any of the lists which i think you know obviously they're terrible lists there um yeah and secondly what's up with like, that yeah i know right come on vogue I mean, and uh what were some other ones anyways our um, tens of listeners would have a problem with this. <laughs> 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 um, but uh, but then also like all like these lists, like, so it's like you know it was like all like the the places that you would expect, all the media outlets, right? That who media, um, like all the podcasts with these like super heavy topics, like this podcast about politics is super interesting, and here's this great podcast about this terrible thing that happened, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is is are there is there nothing fun left in this in this world can we not can we not just turn off our brains and just enjoy something dumb for a while i don't know as someone but anyway, that's who, where i was as someone who works in art i, I say a lot of stuff like that all the time i start too many sentences that way but like i think there's this really big disconnect where people feel like things are more real or more relatable when they're not happy or they're not fun um i know in the art world like um art that is fun or funny or humorous or silly uh is often immediately kind of discounted as being less um relatable uh and you can see it in like the kind of zeitgeist of like popular culture in like the batman movies well the when they made batman darker it was like more real and it's like no like life isn't just a series of really awful things i know it feels like that sometimes but like we relate to humor as much as we relate to anything and i and and fun we were and we relate to being everyone wants to be happy like or hopefully you know all of us in 
have good moments. Um, like I, I, we relate so much on those things, and it's really funny how often kind of um, people when they look for entertainment, some people just like they they're just they just completely overlook happy things, and that that always kind of like. I don't know. It reminds me of being 21, I guess. <laughs> like all the music I listened to was just sulk rock, right? It was just depressing. Like, I wonder why I'm not happy, you know? And all the art I was consuming was all like dark and, you know, um, <laughs> and I don't mean to make light of it because I'm still not happy sometimes. But um, I think, um, yeah, I think there's something to that. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But No, no, but... I think you're totally right. And speaking of Batman, like the most realistic Batman is Adam West Batman, right? Like the 1960s Batman. Because yeah. like the 1990s Batman and like the aughts Batmans, those are just bizarro worlds. And at least, <laughs> I mean, I can buy someone running around in their tights saying, pow, smack, because like <laughs> people do funny things, right? But like well, everything else about the more recent Batman is unbelievable. <laughs> let's let's face it. If Batman was real, he would be a dopey weirdo running around in a costume. <laughs> he wouldn't be a hero. Like, let's face it. It would just be like, there goes that guy who spent way too much money building that fiberglass car. <laughs> like, oh, crap. Here comes you know? Batman. <laughs> What's the deal with this guy? Man, don't call him Lou. He doesn't like that anymore. <laughs> he only answers to Batman. <laughs> he keeps telling me how rich he is, but like, I know his parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know. We can tell Batman you're rich. We get it. <laughs> I think he lives in a cave now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, no, we have a five-star review from Cadbury. Oh, no, go ahead. I go even ahead. No, no, have, go. like, students or friends who are like, oh, you know, I'm making this art, but it's just too silly. And it's, like, super unique, actually um, interesting, or on some levels very, like, kind of like a complex representation of of just, like, a life experience and communicating a life experience. But because it's not, like, sad or serious – um, people don't feel like it's high quality. And that's a really interesting thing to me in the creative kind of world. It's like, it's like, well, why, why do we kind of put like our negative experiences on like a little bit more of a pedestal when it comes to kind of relating to things? It's weird. It's weird. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, yeah, I agree. I could, there's a huge all tangent we can go on here, but I think we'll save it for after the show. Maybe, um, <laughs> maybe we so... should go back to the five star review. <laughs> So, five-star review from Cadbury Land from the United States reads, uh, it's a podcast, and podcasts are meant to be fun. Yes. I kind of wish it just said, it's a podcast. (laughs) I'm joking, but that's great. Check emoji. (laughs) (laughs) This This podcast is a treat, a savvy blend of smart, satire, and sincerity. These guys will... Blow your socks off with gripping content, such as a segment where they make noises to express their feelings (laughs) on different subjects. We do that. Uh, Sandwiches built with feelings. Oh, all the feels. Um, Hold... Hold on tight for Coach Magooch and a guy named Dan. They got you covered (laughs) if your hobby is a children's card game, and that card game is called Hearthstone. Aww. Uh, Warning. Yeah, it's true. Uh... Uh, warning, excessive laughter can be caused by squelch, which might cause you to look insane to your coworkers and family. <laughs> if you have a smile that lasts more than eight hours, please see a doctor. That last bit is super good advice, by the way. If you have like a smile that you cannot get rid of and it's been there for eight hours, 
you definitely should see a doctor. <laughs> I'm not a doctor, so please don't take this as medical advice. <laughs> but <laughs> no, that's uh, so awesome, Cadbury. Uh, pretty sure Cadbury's our just... Discord. Just an awesome person too. So yeah, um, and he makes some super cool like tabletops and and furniture and mm-hmm. stuff. He does a lot of like hands-on making stuff. I'm really impressed with this stuff. That's one of the cool things about Discord or. Or, or social media in general right is just like little peeks into like what people do with their time i love it i love it it's cool yeah and sometimes it's and not in cadbury's case here but sometimes it's little peeks into what people do and you're like oh no um absolutely that's like most of the internet (laughs) like i can remember following certain hearthstone personalities and like they're like liked tweets started popping up on my feed and i was like oh oh mm, oh no (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) i guess i should have expected this but (laughs) (laughs) well that's the thing right um they're like people are just people you know, in in yep. every sector, people are just people, and um, just because you're good people at a card game or a people. video game doesn't mean you should be a role model or someone <laughs> like you know, like uh, what if what if you're average at a card game though? Hmm? <laughs> then you should definitely be a role model. Wait, no, um, but in all walks of life, and I, I think it's that's an interesting man. Where I'm on life tangents today. You anyway. are on life tangents today. Wow. Anyways, uh, thank you so <laughs> so much, Cadbury. Life tangents. <laughs> Life tangents. <laughs> We're just with end up talk- and then we'll start it, and we'll just talk about Hearthstone. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they always talk about Hearthstone on Life Tangents? What is a like? Are we ta- what are we ta- like the? What's a Hearthstone? <laughs> uh, it's what is? Is it like? It's a specific thing in a fireplace. Hearthstone. I just a hearthstone. It's a thing, right? Oh, I'm not gonna Google it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a made, um, made up thing. <laughs> I don't think it's a made up thing. I think it's a well, I think a hearth a thing. A hearth is like the area in front of a fireplace, right? Like, like yeah. So, what is a hearthstone? It's uh, just a button you click on World of Warcraft. I is mean, it the stones that make a stone a hearth? forming a hearth? Yeah. Yeah. A hearthstone is a stone forming a hearth. Thank you, dictionary.com. Hooray. I need to get the victory music from Final Fantasy VII on here. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best. You could have yeah. you could have different um, different like uh, uh, sound clips of it, like because the one from one and seven and nine, they're all different, right? You grab, yeah, like, that's right? actually a really fun idea. For, yeah. I'm actually gonna act, that actually I'm gonna change that for my um for like my, my follow thing on on, on Twitch. Uh, Twitch, yeah, that's a great idea. Hey, um, but also we should have a soundboard so big that you never hit the right button. That would be great. Oh, I had to, I had to make like a backup folder for all the buttons, by the way, because like all the buttons didn't fit on the current soundboard. So that's awesome. Um, I understand that, but anyways, congrats to Cadbury Lake. <laughs> it's like a soundboard whale talk. <laughs> I mean, it's just one physical soundboard that has folders within it. So it's what not a like sound whale. He's collected so many sounds. Congrats, Cadbury Leg, on replacing Kleinzer as our favorite person in the universe. Uh, no, we do thank you. And everybody who's who's 
rated it our show lately. It's been awesome. You guys are absolutely just the best, and ladies are also and, the best. And um, we have, and we have non-gender very, the very best, the best reviews. Like they're fantastic. They're so weird and and fun. Like this one's pretty straightforward, and still, if you didn't know the show, you would think it was super weird, <laughs> and awesome. <laughs> and I love that. Weird is the best, man. Weird, weird things. Weird people. Weird friends. Weird things in life are so much more interesting than than anything else. I love it. I love mm-hmm, weird, mm-hmm, weird. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I was gonna say weird mm-hmm. people who listen Hello, to the show. Old friend. <laughs> Let's make the tea after the match, shall we? Uh, just gonna have tea with Finley talk over you, calling all of our listeners weirdos. Yeah. Um, so coffee, uh, coffee with Finley today. I know. I'll just say the same thing. It was uh, same joke. I was gonna make actually coffee with Finley. Oh, so I can go first. Um, yeah, you should apologize for having the same obvious joke that I had. <laughs> um, I'm going first. So, haha. I played some Magey Mage. Yay. Super fun. Played some Sandbox Mage. So, I believe I have now tinkered with Sandbox Mage to the point where it is truly an actual garbage deck, <laughs> which is even more fun. So, like, it. So, I started with like a. I started Sandbox Mage based off of like some real decks from this meta and the previous meta. And then I took out cards that were good cards like doomsayer and ice barrier and like the secrets and the secret draw engine and arcane intellect. And I replaced those good cards with really bad cards that are super <laughs> duper fun. <laughs> so we're talking, we're talking Brightwing, We're talking Kagar. We're talking double puzzle box. <laughs> we got, yeah. got uh, two sandwiches. Um, it's, it is a bonkers fun deck that is very suboptimal, but I just love playing the deck and I have a slightly, above 50% win rate with it, which I think is a big all win. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, if you ever have over 50% win rate in Hearthstone, you're doing great. That's always my thing. Like someone has to lose that game. (laughs) Someone else doesn't have an over 50% win rate. Right. Like that's you're, you're, if you're over 50%, you are doing great. And if you're over 60%, pat yourself on the back with any deck at any time, you, you are, are absolutely killing it. Like just, yeah. Yeah, I agree. So other there are streamers and players out there who are playing um Mage Mage and Big Spell Mage, which is different than my sandbox mage. And they're hitting legend and they're hitting like, you know, legend quickly at the beginning of the month. They uh, probably also have a better multiplier, so don't be too hard on yourself. And, and good for them. Good for them. I'm not meaning that in a disparaging way. Just like maybe don't hold yourself to the oh, standard. I'm not, of, not like, at all. I was not at all holding myself <laughs> to the standard of like eleven star, ten star players, ten yeah. x eleven x players. I did not get that last month because my win rate was bad, <laughs> so bad. Like I was surprised at getting a nine x. Apparently, you can't go below a nine x if you hit diamond five. Yeah. Um, and I like which that. We, I like that. There's floors to the. Multiplier. I guess. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think so. I don't. I'm weird, right? Where I kind of want to be punished for like doing stuff like i feel like if i had like my win rate by the end of the season was like in like the mid 40s like i don't think i've ever had a win rate so low in hearthstone for a season and like to still not be punished for like losing at that incredible 
extent was I don't know. It was kind of a well, weird feeling. Like I'm, I'm happy I have the nine X, right? And I probably, and I'm sure I earned it by, you know, I had a good win rate with Mally Drew before I started like goofing off on stream and stuff. So like, it's not like it was unearned, but it kind of felt like there were no consequences. But it's which just like the fine, rank but... floors, right? That oh, were I know, I know. Three or four years ago, and I like, yeah. I like that where if you just want to let it go, you won't be so punished that like yeah. you have to yeah. reset I everything agree. again. That's that's nice. Anyway, yeah, I agree, hundred percent. Um. So I have some other ideas for like sandbox and unfortunately that sounds like they're going to be nerfing dragon caster, which is a bummer. I'm because, sorry, like, Dan. I know, I know, but hopefully, so it sounds like they're not going to touch puzzle box. Like it's a dragon cast. They see dragon caster as a problem and not puzzle box, which is good for me because I am playing with, um, sandwiches. So, <laughs> um, it's not like the end of the world if like. They change Dragon Caster for me. Like it, I it'll might even still be, the make deck, the deck notably it'll, worse. It'll still function, unfortunately. But mm-hmm. yeah, which is too bad because it's not like you're playing the the semi competitive version, right? Like, yep. Um, I know for me, like when they changed Yogg in the past, I was pretty upset, and the reason no. wasn't because it didn't need to be changed. It did. It did need to be nerfed. Um, but mm-hmm. I was playing Yogg and Load Hunter. Like I yes, was not playing Temple Mage with Yogg. Well, and- I was playing that too, but mostly I was like, my favorite deck ever was Yogg and Load Hunter, and and it was just like, but I'm not the one who's like scamming. I'm the one who's playing the worst deck, <laughs> and now my and- worst fun deck is gone. Yeah. And when you say you played it, you don't mean you played it like it's just like you know casually here and there. No, he no. ground like Months. hundreds and hundreds, and like, we're talking like 500 games. Yeah. Of Yogg and Load Hunter. I definitely remember getting well over 300, 350 wins with that deck on my that is Road to Gold Bonkers. So it was a, a number of months. And I did that thing where I kept trying to change to other classes. And I was like, this is not as fun as Lock and Load. And then Yogg <laughs> at the end. Like, it's just it not was, as fun. Yeah. Lock and Load was the animation for Lock and Load was ahead of its time for Hearthstone. Like, at the time, Hearthstone didn't have a lot of, like, awesome, awesome animations, right? Yeah, like, like right so now, good. like, the, the card is... I mean, the game is beautiful right now. It's insane. Oh, um, could, um But, like, Yogg and Lo- Hadija, the visual effects editor, had a tweet this um, week where she just had, like, a little video compiling the visual effects she had done for the last expansion. It's absolutely fantastic. Or, sorry, they... Um, uh and and it's absolutely awesome so if you get a chance like go check that out because um yeah they posted like an awesome video of all the work that they did um and it's mostly demon hunter effects but like they're so good you are so right um the thing about so i was looking through so we're doing a q a episode today as you can tell 15 minutes in the podcast we are definitely getting there with a quickness (laughs) (laughs) but um one of the questions we had was you know, I thought a really fun one because I wouldn't actually research it. What was your favorite, um, like, emote? I think it was emote. And what's your least favorite emote? Um, and so I went through it looking. And I ended up in looking at some Demon Hunter stuff. And the number of card reactions that Demon Hunter has with specific cards is bonkers and awesome. Like, that kind of stuff, like, more please. Like, every class should be having that kind of awesomeness. Like, yeah. like there's, like, five different, at least five different cards where, like, where when you play the card, you are getting a specific reaction from Illy Dilly talking about that card. That's awesome. Like those, like 
let get let me give you money. Like I will give you money if you make heroes that do that kind of stuff, right? Like I will buy heroes that do awesome things that have like like 10 different card interactions and that kind of stuff. That's so cool. And I'm sure it's probably the juice isn't worth a squeeze and you don't make enough money off of it. I don't care. Like price it whatever you need to. Like that would just be amazingly cool to be able to do. Like that yeah. kind of, like, it's the, I know we've talked about it before. We're talking about it again. But like the fact that there's not 100 heroes is crazy to me. Uh, why why but, Hearthstone or Warcraft has so many different characters for every class. So yeah. many. And can we have some more interesting ones like different species different um looks different feels like anduin's not my favorite the new the um actually really like the I, artist um what's his name wayne I reynolds love thousand win anduin like like wayne reynolds is an is an amazing fantasy artist and he did the thousand win anduin portrait and i, I love his work but that one's not my favorite but that's oh, fine that's so good. someone else loves it and and yep. like but let's have something like totally weird and different. Like we have Lazul and she's cool because she's different. Although well, I'm, I think Shaman's had some really Shaman's probably had yeah. the best range, right? So For Shaman sure. has we've got the Thunder has, King. Yep, and then it has the Murloc. And yeah. then it has I mean, and then Thousand Wind Shaman is awesome, right? Thousand yeah. Wind Thrall is actually, awesome. I actually next to Morgul, my favorite Shaman um, hero portrait is the original Thrall. I think actually the original Thrall looks better than the new one. I think we just saw oh, it for five years. I love Thousand Wind Thrall. I love Thousand yeah. Wind Thrall. Anyway, yeah, that, that's actually there, why my shaman is set at right now, even though I have all the other shaman heroes. Yeah. Um, I, I I had it on Thrall for a long time because I like Thrall as a character, but but Murlocs are just too awesome, you know. But it's like true. Anoyatron as the paladin here, like Anoyatron drives me nuts, and I cannot stand it. But I'm glad they did that. Like it's different oh, and it's weird. Sure. Like give us different and weird. One of the cool things about Warcraft as an IP is like all the different weird characters. And although, yeah, I wish they would lean into that a little more in, in Hearthstone, and and maybe some of the weird ones too, like Mechadraxes. It's me not liking the robots as much. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't like, but I so, like when they're different. So, Nemzi was an awesome example of something different. We're yes. way off topic again. This but okay, nice. speaking of Mecha Jaraxis, there is a lore episode coming up at some point about Mecha Jaraxis because apparently Mecha Jaraxis created the primes, mm. and that's why they are like different. That's why like they're like normal, and then they're like like all like metal and stuff. Is because Mecha Jaraxis like metal them or whatever. So yeah. I'm gonna have to do some research into do that. Do we know that there for is sure? Definitely. It was uh, Ben tweeted it out. Ben Hearthstone on Twitter. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. Uh, about it was like, he posted like a like a mm. almost like a like a character type yeah, sheet of Murgle McGurgle. Yeah, but I was, was just wondering like, if we actually know that or if that was. Oh, I don't know. I guess if, we if do we in don't, the solo content, right? In the solo content, right? Mechadraxis was the big bad. Yeah, he was. I'm I'm silly. I I knew that. We all know that. I, I don't know why I'm I haven't played things. it yet, but um, you know it, and everybody else who's played it knows it. I haven't got around to it yet. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I mean to though. I want to be able to spend time with it. It's like so. Last of Us Two came out, and I like I pre-ordered it, um, and I can't wait to play it. Last of Us is my favorite video game of all time, and it's actually not even close. Um, I think Joel is one of like the great anti-heroes in all media. I would say in the past twenty years, I think he's incredible. Wait, an why incredible, am I an anti-hero? Character. Because you're Canadian. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, 
uh, what was I going? Oh, but so I have Last of Us Two, and it's just sitting on my my PlayStation, just waiting to be played. But I haven't like had like the mindset and the time to put like the hours I'm gonna want to put into it yet. And so I'm just sitting and waiting, and so I can have like just like a full like it's a whole lot of like time to just like really enjoy it. And that's kind of where I'm at with this uh this uh, solo content because I I played the first wing and it was really interesting. And I was like, you know, I'm not giving this nearly enough time and like thought into the story that they're kind of giving me, and I kind of yeah. want. To take it and so i'm i'm just kind of waiting on it it's by far um, the best story and characters in solo content they've had in my opinion and i yeah i it, think you'll really enjoy it as someone who enjoyed the descent of dragons one i think you'll really enjoy it yeah i'm looking forward to it and so i actually did kind of put it down after playing the first wing because i was like oh this is actually a story i want to actually be able to kind of get the story <laughs> and yeah. so i'm i'm just gonna it'll probably be maybe this weekend maybe next week and we'll see um that was cool. my week in hearthstone <laughs> what would you do in thrall of month <laughs> hey i climbed to legend on day one two with uh glee's rework of no hands cute priest i had a losing record uh, i played a lot that day like a lot a lot i think i played like eight or ten hours and um i had a losing record it's like by one or two losses and and got there uh 11 times is a thing um but uh yeah i started with warrior which i was uh killing with last month but um it just the meta shifted the new demon hunter deck hard that new demon hunter deck with uh with the um oh my goodness specifically the tempo demon hunter as soon as i come on here i forget card names that i know um like off the top of my head the whole time via osmosis because i don't learn card names and so then like the internet's like (laughs) enthrallment also doesn't get to know card names you just get to know the art vaguely, and then know how much it costs and what its stats are, the <laughs> and the one, battle cry to an extent. The two one that deals a damage and gives something divine shield. The og merchant. The og merchant, amani berserker. Yep. Although amani berserker has come out in the last few days, um, and then the brute, the two it's three. Too cute. Um, they they like uh, they really flip the meta on its ear a little bit, and it's funny how such mm-hmm. a small change of having three health or a divine shield on minions really changes it. Um, so that was interesting to start the month. But um, when I got there, I was watching Hat's stream, and he was playing Totem Shaman, and I was like, "That's my deck." Like that was my deck. I ran for for a full year, and it was awful until they printed enough cards to make it um, mid, the mid range deck the best deck in the game. And then I immediately got off it because I was a huge Hearthstone hipster. <laughs> Yeah, topic um, for another day, by the way, is I, I want to talk about like mid range shaman and it's like dominance on the meta. And if there's been anything else like it since, I, I think Demon Hunter's yeah, there right now. Definitely. Um, Maybe not but, as much now as it was the first couple weeks of the expansion, but. Yeah. I don't even know. I, mean, I feel like even now, maybe more than ever, because like <clears throat> I can't think of any other deck that's able to beat everything the way that mid range shaman did. Like control, yeah. it just be, it beat control, it beat aggro, it beat everything. It, it was. It, it was tier S, right? And it wasn't even close. Like, it was like, this is the best deck in the game. And, and you're either playing this. I, I think we, the thing you're playing can... it and winning or you're not and you're not. Like, it was, inc- if you weren't and playing at that time, it was, it's hard to kind of state how incredibly powerful mid-range Shaman was. Like, it sounds stupid when you say it, but like, it was bonkers. You were either playing Shaman and playing competitively or you were playing casually with everything else. That that's exactly yeah. how it was, and I think the thing to take away from that though is we won't have a comparable to that because that was left alone for so long. It was you know? it was just let left to be. They won't um, do that ever again. Yeah. They won't do that yeah. ever again, and I'm glad because that was a cool deck, but it it 
it just over the months and months of it being around, it was like, okay, well, like, and the mirror was such a tricky thing to navigate. And it was just like, I, oh my gosh, anyway, I remember. I'm, yeah, I'm that glad. Was, I'm glad I wasn't a super competitive, like ladder player back then. I was just enjoying whatever deck I enjoyed. And I, I still yeah. do still do. Um, I made my first, I made my, my first real attempt at hitting legend and I didn't make it was during one of the not early months of mid range shaman, but like after mid range shaman had truly like cemented itself as like the big dog. Mm-hmm. And so I was climbing just super hard the first couple days and just like grinding um, mid range shaman and mid range shaman mirrors. And like, I was so frustrated. Um, like, yeah, I was like, okay, well, not here yet. <laughs> that was in um that's funny. That was after I hit Legend for the first time. I took a year of trying to hit Legend with um tier two three decks. And so mm-hmm. at that time I had totally I was trying to hit Legend with like I had tried I guess it was the next meta after, right? Where the old gods came out and yeah. I had like Reno so Highlander, Nazoth hunter mid-range build. shaman was was Homemade around a, with i was old gods wasn't to, it yeah yeah it was but it was yeah. led into it i think right like, yeah I think old, yeah old gods came out after and it, but at that time i was trying to make remember that i ran into that person on ladder with that we've talked about this on the podcast before that death rattle hunter build with the unearthed raptors and the runic eggs yeah and of then you wouldn't stop it. playing that yeah terrible and terrible I, deck and I'd get up to like rank two and rank one with those decks. And I just <laughs> couldn't hit legend for like a year. And it was a yog and load hunter. Like it was all those, those decks. And I was like, man, why can't I hit legend with these decks? And I look back now and I'm like, I did really well. With yeah. Yeah. You were doing <laughs> like, incredibly well with some real yeah, hot garbage. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I needed yeah. to hit, yeah, I needed to hit legend with some better decks again to get my confidence back up before I was going to do it with some of those like tier two yeah tier three decks that's funny anyway okay so i got to legend and i i i saw hat playing that and i played a bunch of totem shaman and it's just not good enough like um so i totally threw my rank uh for the first (laughs) time i threw my rank a bit last month but not like this um i probably played 20 or 30 games and and i probably won you know a third of those maybe less and then i started playing pally pally and uh yeah it's surprisingly fun and held my interest but i my win rate to start wasn't so good although by the end now i have a a a winning record um it's surprisingly fun and and, uh yeah yeah i was back playing some priests last night and uh and and the day before um but what i was gonna say about pally pally it is very straightforward um but uh one of the really redeeming qualities of the deck is it beats demon hunter pretty well (laughs) That's that right there alone makes me want to go out and play it just because I love I love beating like the top meta deck with like a deck that the majority of people are like, this is hot garbage. How am I losing? And it just happens to be unfavored because no one else is, yeah. no one else is playing it. <laughs> I just imagine the, the person on the other side is probably like, oh, dang, this is a bad matchup or like Paladin. Who's playing Paladin? And then I get to win. <laughs> I love that um, feeling. Uh, but the the deck is really funny, right? Because it's like it it just has like this really strong mid range, especially when you get your Aldor. Um, man, I forget all the card names. This is Aldor, the Book Keeper. What's it? Uh, I don't the know. One, You're three. asking me. 
the, the one, the one three that, that discounts that your yeah. Librams and the four yeah. six that discounts them. The four six is so important. Um, like I just full, I just keep it versus priest to play it on five because they can't deal with it as well. So it's like doubly important. Um, but um, those cards, um, especially if you get those, your mid game is just so so powerful. And then you get to the end game and your opponent's <laughs> like, like. Whoa, Dragon Queen Alexstrasza, Altruist! <laughs> like, Druid is like, Ysera Nine Dragons! And you're like, you're just kind of like, hey, remember that mid-game? I'm, I'm still doing that. 4-2 with a 4-2 weapon! <laughs> oh, no. I Shot mean, 1-8-8 <laughs> eight, eight with a Divine Shield! That's powerful, right? <laughs> And then your opponent's like, what is this, 2016? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, you're kind of like the, the teenager working in the fast food place in The Simpsons, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's so, <laughs> so, uh Tito, Tito in Discord mentioned that uh, he thought it would be fun to watch me learn a deck with you coach me on deck. I haven't played much and I haven't played a lot of the new iteration of Pally Pally. So we'll yep. have to do that on stream one day is just sure. um, find a good time for you to pop it on is... stream and like teach me Pally Pally. Um, sure, but I, it's I, pretty straightforward. It's not, it's not the hardest deck to play. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did try to temper expectations on what to expect because I mean, we've co-opt enough that I have a pretty good idea how it will go. It will be, you know, 60 seconds of you, and I, if you kind of ask, saying what you think is a good idea, ask me what I think is a good idea. You kind of saying, okay, well, here's why my idea is right. And then 10 seconds <laughs> of me fra- frantically doing what I want to do because I don't remember what you wanted me to do. <laughs> yeah, I talk, I talk too much for sure when we go up. And uh, yeah, but that's, I mean, I talk too much all the time. So that's nothing new. <laughs> um, uh, we'll do it. It'll be fun. Uh, so, but now that, um, now that I've kind of like thrown my rank to that point, I get what all the talk was about the last couple weeks on, on Twitter and, uh, and just the Hearthstone community about, um, when you are lower legend, um, I'm basically being matched up pretty much entirely with diamond rank nine to four right now. Yeah. Like I am not seeing diamond one, two, three. I am not seeing legend players. I'm at about 1000 legend and I'm not seeing legend players. It's weird. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm that was gaining that was... five to 10 legend points for a win and I'm losing about 30 or 40 for every loss. So it's like, uh, what? Like I just, there's no way for me to move forward until I just go on an insane winning streak and just kind of reset, get fixed. Yeah. My MMR. Yeah. When I hit legend in May, it was, I had, I had a better than 50% win rate in, in legend, but like I, I, I pop, I came in at the very bottom of legend. Lad. I, I was like 12,000 or something like that. And, and I finished like, is... I finished like 14 K or something like that, yeah. but with a positive win rate. Yeah. So it's, it's just, just like, um, all right. Um, it's, it's, it, it's holding on to too much to make it fun to play in legend for people. It's it's, but I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird thing. So I I asked hat and bot and you about this in discord. I talk about our discord a lot because I think it's like my favorite part of the internet. Um, And so Mm. I, and and then I got off on a huge tangent. I know that will surprise everybody because I always stay on topic so well, but um, (laughs) uh, like why not just make legend ladder a separate ladder? Why, why 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 do the you know metal ranks whatever they're called bronze through diamond um 
why can't like they just be separate ladders? I don't yeah, fully uh, because like when I hit legend before this happened, I, I'm, I'm a dumpster legend player. Right? When I hit legend, I don't climb. I just I dumpster. Like I get to legend, and it's like okay, I will never play a real deck again <laughs> until the ladder resets because like mission accomplished, right? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, That's amazing. So like I I lost I've lost a lot and like pre like the change. I would lose a lot and still be playing 90% legend players. And yeah. now after the change, like I would, it's almost entirely, I think I played, I wish I could go back and look on HS replay, but my, my, um, my replays aren't saved from that season. So I can't go back. I want to go back and look and see how many people were ranked legend, how many were ranked diamond, because I, it like, and this might be just like a bias issue or something like that, where I was remembering the diamond players and not remembering the legend players, but it just seemed like there were a lot more diamond players and legend players. And then the legend ones felt so much more important because it's like, if I don't win this, then there's no way my MMR is going to go up and I get to play more legend players. And so it's, um, yeah, not that. And, and I think what, what Hearthstone is saying is like, well, the diamond players and the legend players, the only real difference is the time they've put in this month because the MMR is similar. Both players have the same kind of experience or successes it. on ladder, but, but it, there's something about, there is something to be said for what you're saying. I think too. Like, yeah, I, but I think I, part I, of the reward is, cause I think that they're like, and we're going to get to this later in the queues. Um, but like part of, of the reward of hitting legend is getting to play against other people with like the number, right? Like, I think mm-hmm. that's, that's part of the fun and the excitement of hitting it, especially for casual players, right? Like if you're yeah. a casual player and you hit legend for the first time <clears> and then you just get to keep on grinding against diamond players, that, that sucks. That just sucks. Let's just be honest, right? Like that's a bummer. Yeah, right. Um, so I, 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 I don't like hate the change. I think it was, I think ladder needed to be changed. Um, we'll talk about this more later, but I, I, I would like, I, I think I would like to see legend just be its own thing. Like, like we have what? 15,000 legend players by the end of the season. Like, why can't we not match up legend players with legend players? If before this changed, we had no problem matching legend players with legend players. Right. Yeah, so I like, mean, they, they, we, you would run into rank one yeah, and rank two one players and sometimes two. on, yep. on legend, but that was rare and it was from time to time. And I think I like that too. Like anyway, I, re- I, um, I remember when toast well, real quick tangible. I remember when toast had to tank his rank and just lose like tens and tens and tens of games to get to the very bottom of legend ladder to quote unquote gatekeep. Do you remember that when he was gatekeeping people who were playing pirate warrior or something? Um, yeah, there was, well, there was, and but he had to lose a ton to do that. Before there was that so much amazing Reddit post by that person who was gatekeeping rank five. That was the original person who did it. It was some some person, and they built like the uber control warrior that had no win con, and it only hard countered pirate warrior. That was it, and it's the only match it won. And yeah, this is. Toast took the idea from this person. I, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, they were geeky. They were like, I, and it was this whole post, and it was like, I am the keeper of rank five. No <laughs> one playing Pirate Warrior shall get rank five while Who I am around. And so they five. kept queuing this. So they kept queuing this. Um, well, it was just people were sick of I know, Pirate I Warrior know, on ladder. I know. So they kept queuing at rank five, and every time they played something that wasn't Pirate Warrior, they would auto concede, so it would keep their rank super low. So ridiculous. And then every time they ran to a Pirate Warrior, the pirate warrior would just have no chance of winning 
<laughs> and it was like, but it was the narrative of how it was written that was beautiful. The person. Oh, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure. And I can see, like, I mean, yeah. there there is some fun to be had there. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and say I never hung out in, in the Barrens with, like, a couple other friends and just, like, completely <laughs> wrecked <laughs> people running through Barrens for the first time just for laughs at three in the morning with some friends from the Navy. Like, I get it. Like, I, there is, there's, there's, it, it can be fun sometimes just being a pain in the neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's um, a World of Warcraft <laughs> reference if people don't know. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I can get it. But at the same time, it's like you do feel kind of icky afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought but, that was funny, though. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Are we hungry yeah, so that, or no? I'm definitely hungry. I'm super hungry. Hey, this is Craftasm, and I'd like you to taste my blade. So. <laughs> that is so good. All right, oh, all right, all right, Craftasm, all right, all right. that's amazing. I'll, I'm going to give that a second play in case anyone missed. Hey, this is Craftasm, and I'd like you to taste my blade. So. <laughs> that is so amazing. I absolutely love it, dude. That is that is so good. And uh yeah, yeah. And we do have another uh Naga and we do have another sandwich drop in the hopper. Um but we're just going to play through them oh, as we get awesome. them. So like just seriously, um well actually this is the first good. Okay, so here we go. So the first good is just people using our voice recorder on squelchcast.com. Um so if you go to squelchcast.com, you click on like the leave us a message thing, you can just drop us a line. You have like 60 seconds or 90 seconds. I don't imagine, I don't know what you can say that long. Um, but if you have something great to say. <laughs> Are you one, kidding me? We right? go on tangents the last 10 minutes longer than that. Well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, we plan to go on 10 minute tangents. If you want to leave us 10, 10 different <laughs> minute long voice messages, I will play them all. Um <laughs> It'll be an interesting show, but I will play them. Um, obviously, no swears, that kind of stuff. But like, we've had like three different three different messages uh, left for us uh, this week, and so like, just that is so cool. Thank you all so much. Like, uh, pop on over, like pop into the Discord, follow us on Twitter. Um, like, we try to, we we really want. Like, we say this a lot, but I, I believe it, and I and I know it to be true. Like, our show is better because our listeners are awesome like they are just super funny people and crazy creative um and like our best content is your content so like please like pop into our discord follow us on twitter go to squelchcast.com and and use this stupid voice recorder thing that i this that people are actually using it is just so wonderful well and <laughs> leave I leave us a um... message like you guys are the you all are the best like i just can't um I am stunned on a regular basis and like, I am like weirdly, I'm like, I'm like actually like proud in like IRL of like the show and our like listeners. And I will like tell people in the real world about like the show and be like, yeah, yeah. I, we, like, we have this awesome community and it's just like the most surprising and awesome thing. So um, um, one of the things I would say about that is just, um, I know when I started playing Hearthstone, just looking for a community, looking for other people who play and enjoy the game, because none of my IRL friends would try it or mm-hmm. even come close to it, even the ones that played Warcraft and Magic, um, and uh, and just wanting to make connections. And obviously, we make a podcast, we're interested in connecting with other people who enjoy the game, too. It's true. And, um, <laughs> and that's why we do it. Like, that's why it's fun, right? And so... Um, hearing from other 
people and peers and and other people who just enjoy the game that that's like the best so um yeah it's uh it's just so much fun when we get that stuff and uh yeah. i love that dan often gets it and and i don't hear it until the show <laughs> <You're right. laughs> i i purposely um, don't, i purposely don't show them to you till the show because it's so much more fun that way oh it um, absolutely 100 percent is yeah but yeah. I, I i remember like so this like it's in our tangent here but like it's so much i think about what we were looking for with squelch um was like the community we kind of built with dills and the dills slack you know dills from tack and um from the his stream and such like i met like four of my best friends in the world like real best friends not just like online best friends through hearthstone and like through squelch and not, not yeah. through squelch that's not true um through uh slack and discord and that kind of stuff like like where we just talk on a daily basis i talked to like enthralamund and magooch and nate and matt um probably i talked to them more than i talked to my family uh not like my family <laughs> that lives with me so like sarah and dean do say, get more I of my time that's true <laughs> sarah and dean do get more of my time but not much but some more um but like more than my parents and my brothers and sisters for sure <laughs> yeah. yeah i definitely talk to you more more than and, that and, and it... like getting a chance to kind of grow that has been just the most incredible thing especially during this like really hard terrible like space that we are in right now with you know everything i don't need to explain it to you all like having <laughs> like having this community i'm not gonna it just means more to me than i can even say and so um yeah our our, our first good is is people using the voice recorder um and then like every week even though it's not always our best good every week our best good is our community like i just like just assume that when we say best good we mean our community and then there's something else that's also a best good so yeah um not so good uh we'll get into this uh i mentioned it on the last podcast i started <laughs> an eu account this week <laughs> um yay uh so the last four <laughs> i said i'd never do it because it doesn't make sense to grind out value on another um server when i don't have a full collection like that doesn't make any sense to me that's um, the but- that's a that's a that's a fallacy though. What's that called? The lost lost time or something like that fallacy? No, the lost no. ink. Yeah, well that's more like still but I I don't know if it's exactly that. That's like the spent yeah. cost or what it was. It yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah. not it's less than that. It's just like, wouldn't I rather unlock another legendary that yep. I could use in my account with all sorts of yeah. things I could put it together? That's, been with? My fa- that's how we, I've you always know? felt as well. It's like why am I not just playing with with like this account that still isn't complete? Yeah. So, but like the, I'm really enjoying standard. Like standard is by far my favorite way to play Hearthstone right now. Yes. Um, It has been for a long time. The meta is so good. It always will be. Oh my Um, gosh. The meta is so good. Yeah. And there's some problems, but it's, it is very good. I I find it so weird. I'm going to say this again for like the eighth podcast in a row. If you compare this to almost every other meta in Hearthstone's history, people complaining that this one's a bad one blows my mind. (laughs) Yeah. No, there's only, only... I'm like, you haven't played Hearthstone much, have you? <laughs> There's only one meta that was better than this, what? and that one was ruined by a bunch of wild cards. Yeah. So I don't I agree think... with that. I, I, I think there's a number that are better, but most of them are worse. So. <laughs> I don't think that there's been a yeah. be- better meta than this one. I love this meta. It's my favorite meta. I um, Well, it's my second favorite meta. I love it. I love the game over the past year. Like, it's I've been come great. Back. It's, it's going been in a great incredible. direction. Incredible. Like, Except for Doom off. and the Tombs. Doom and the Tombs was... A- Awful. Big all oopsie. All My right, gosh. we've talked about this enough. So, 
<laughs> I don't just mean right now. I just mean in general. I know. Okay. Um, EU account. So I started this EU account, and uh, the idea was like, oh, I'll get to play with like, um, I'll get to play with like a limited card pool, and that'll be really fun to build decks. And I want to play standard, so let's get started. Um, so I decided to stream, which was like the worst idea. Uh, like the tutorial is so boring, and they force you to go all through it, and it's just like, oh my goodness, I know what a taunt minion is. Um, <laughs> and it's like, man, you, you know, Jaina has to talk about it for ten minutes, and Lorewalker Cho. It's really weird to me that in the tutorial they have you playing against heroes that don't exist in the game, playing cards that don't exist in the game. That's yeah. really weird to me. Like, why are you con- like so? You're introducing players to these really powerful cards that they'll never get to play with. That was really weird. Um, uh, anyway, so I'm playing, and then I get to what is called the apprenticeship. So now there's this new thing called an apprenticeship, um, where you have this ladder, and it's forty ranks, and um, you kind of have to get through that ladder before you get to the 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 real um, quote unquote real ladder um and my big problem with that is you can unlock the you can do the demon hunter solo content then um the funniest part about it was i was gifted like 32 packs from all my <laughs> um from all the times i ever selected a champion for any of the hct events <laughs> so awesome so it was like congratulations you're a champion from the winter 2016 hct that did you six packs i'm like who did i pick for that one <laughs> like sweet i, I um, just want i want to start an eu account just to get my pavel packs again because oh. i called that one right so there's a whole bunch of packs waiting for me from that year <laughs> so they give you all these packs but then the packs are locked and you can't open them until so you're done the apprenticeship weird. ladder so, but then you can do the Demon Hunter solo content and have access to all these amazing basic cards for Demon Hunter. Um, but the other classes, you don't get access to those unless you unlock them against the Innkeeper or on the ladder. And then you unlock these cards that are terrible compared to the Demon Hunter cards. So what ended up, ended up happening is over 75% of my games on that ladder were against Demon Hunter. Um, and it didn't take long for me. It was like rank 35 or something to be hitting um, pretty close to tempo Demon Hunter builds from like the regular standard ladder. Um, so it's it really is just a bunch of Demon Hunters. And if you're playing something else, you just aren't going to win much. Um, and that for a beginner experience was really surprising to me. Um yeah, and I was so frustrated, like, climbing this ladder, and finally I was I was playing and Matt was on, and I was, like, not, like, frustrated every moment of it, but I would just hit this period of, like, why do I have to go through 40 ranks of this? And I was at, like, rank 30, which means I had gotten through, like, like what, 30 stars worth, um, and you get win streaks, so you is get it, two stars is it a three win. Stars versus, is it three stars yeah. for each rank? That yeah. is huge. And why no do multiplier. you need to have, that is an insane number of wins. Yeah. So I'm complaining Why about not it. Make and, it just and lots 10? of people are yelling at their their radio or phone or stereo, whatever they're playing. If on you're right listening now. to this on the radio, <laughs> let us know Shush. because someone's actually stealing our content. So like just be honest. Like give us okay. a heads up. So people are, gmail.com. <laughs> people are yelling right now because they know about the red button. So I'm on and Matt is like, Are you sure you have to do this? And I'm like, Well, there's no option to skip it. And he's like 
wait a second. And he just Googles it. And he's like, okay, go to options. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, see that big red button that says skip apprenticeship. And I was like, <laughs> no. And I played for like hours, like trying to get through this thing. And you just hit the button and it's like, are you sure you want to skip? And I was like, yes, I'm very sure. I don't want to play against Demon Hunter with my limited priest collection. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and, and, uh, and then I got to open all my packs and craft a deck and I played a bit and it was all right. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah my, so... my not so good is the apprentice ladder like that. Having access to the demon hunter cards um, just doesn't make that an interesting new player experience. I don't think it don't makes know. it a, a actually a negative new player experience, right? Because like if, if you're let's say you just picked it up as a mobile game, right? Like you're you're looking for something to do during quarantine and you're like, Oh, I've heard things about this hearthstone. I'm going to play it. So you download it on your phone and you play through the tutorial and the tutorial when I remember it not being so awful when like I played through it when I first started playing the game, like I, no. I could appreciate it. But, but I think at the time it was just real cards, even though it was fake heroes, but um, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, you can correct me if you want, but um, I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's always had those weird fake cards, but I might be wrong. But if if I had to have played through the apprenticeship ladder, I never would have stuck with the game long enough to Google how do I leave the apprenticeship ladder, right? No. I would have just stopped playing the game. I'd be like, oh, well, this game is obvious. So it's just this Demon Hunter class that everyone plays. Um, yes, this isn't. This is actually not really competitive. It's just like every other mobile game. It's just kind of like a money suck. Uh, and then I'd delete it from my phone. I, I would never have stuck with the game if – there was so little variety in the new player experience. So like I get what they're trying to do. I understand that the reason that they're, they allow you to play with the demon hunter stuff is because it's their new content and that they think people are coming to play demon hunter. And it's probably true, but at the same time, you can't make your entire new player experience be this thing. Have it be that long. That is an insane number of wins, especially for a new player. Um, well, I guess, and if then, they do, but if they don't know, like, there's a ladder after it, like, they may, ju- you know, or... Uh, but again, it's not, that's not a good thing, right? <laughs> this is all negative stuff. And I think, like, for me, I love this game. I think it's probably in maybe the best space it's ever been in, um, as far as, like, just, like, the healthiness of the meta and that kind of stuff and, like, the changes they're making and how they're nerfing and buffing stuff is, for the most part, really, really good. Um and I want the game to continue to grow, but like if you have a if there's a ne- if you have a people having a negative new game experience, new player experience, that's just bad for everybody, right? So like I understand why it is the way it is, but like if that's gonna be the case where you put people on this apprenticeship ladder and have it be so long, that's a huge number of wins. Um, it needs to be a good experience. Right. And maybe it's just like after like they get five wins, after you get five wins or something like that with whatever you want to do, or you've unlocked most of the cards, it just says, congratulations, would you like to leave the apprenticeship ladder? You know, just anything, anything like that. So, yeah, it's kind of a bummer. Um, But, but yeah, that's, that's, that is good. Not so good. What is our best good this week? Uh, making friends on ladder. I had a really great interaction on ladder, um, with someone I didn't know this week who I friended after a game. They absolutely wrecked me with (laughs) Kelthostrid. So they played the Seder that discounts a minion in your hand on, on turn 
on five mana, the, they played um, Yisiel, and then which is makes your spells cost one. It's the Druid legendary, mm-hmm. and then they played Nourish, regained a bunch of spells, and then made big boards and buffed those boards. And I kept like almost being in the game, but at like ten turns later, after like three turns of a Kalthos, I couldn't remove, and like it was just I just absolutely got wrecked, and uh, it was <laughs> hilarious. And so I, you know, whenever I run into someone not playing a meta deck, um which has been in like more and more rare as like my MMR has been pretty good the last few months. Um, I, I just immediately friended them and was like, love the deck, like good game. We had a great chat and we're talking about kind of connecting with people through Hearthstone. And um, they linked me a discord uh, 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 link. So, so I gave them ours and then immediately they were in our discord, interacting with other people, um, sharing their deck i was like can i i'm gonna share this in our discord and they were like oh cool and then they were writing about it and how how much fun it was and it was just um i, I think it just uh it, it just made me happy you know it's like so many of my friends in game uh in discord people who i've chatted with in voice chat and people who i never have i have so many positive interactions in hearthstone um with so many people who i never met before playing hearthstone and it's just a reminder that like the the latter isn't full of like crabby people like yeah it is sure there's lots of people, but, <laughs> right. but it's also full of really awesome people and it's just like the culture of emotes and friend requests and kind of how we accept we kind of write this story about how the latter is and 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 it just kind of like i think it honestly i think all that salt and all those people who are being jerks really have shut down the space to work for people who aren't people who do want positive experiences and i i think that's too bad because i think the majority of people do want positive experiences and aren't that way i agree i i think the majority are as well and i again am super bummed that we don't have like a guild system in in um hearthstone or some way like a team system or something where yeah and then some sort of moderation like there needs to be and moderation it, it makes like sense i need to I have need... a guild system too though of course because like it's a warcraft yeah. thing yeah. right like oh and, man that they need to do that that's and, something they need to do oh gosh yes i agree 100 percent. and then mm-hmm. and then like there needs to be an easy way to report somebody in chat like i should not yeah. have to go out of my way to find a way to report somebody and I need to f- hear back from the devs when well, they something do has anything. been done. Right. Like it, it, like it's just, it shouldn't be okay. This like someone send us a message. If they've ever heard of anything being done on someone reported in yeah. Hearthstone. Is yeah. that a thing? I've never heard of it. I have no, so. I've never heard of it. No, like Twitter does that. Right. I talked about that before last week, but um, like they'll yeah, say, we, did, we talked about this yeah, a lot last yeah. week, didn't we? Yeah, we did. So we'll move on. But like, I, I, so <clears> I'm, like 100% certain, by the way. I'm not even like most certain. I know for a fact because I get friend requests as well. And But when I get friend requests, it's like racial slur, racial slur. No, no, um, you have to make the friend request. <laughs> That's how it works. Um, and, but then when you, when you get friend requests, it's like, hello, good friend. This was a fine played match. Let us become best friends for life. And it's like, what? So I'm no, no. I am, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty going sure out of my way to make the friend request. I'm pretty <laughs> sure what's going on is I send friend requests as well, by the way. Um, and it's just not always great. Uh, and uh, I'm I'm pretty sure you play on a Canadian ladder, as opposed <laughs> to the U.S. ladder that I'm playing on. Um, 
So I just want you to like, as you play the next week or so, like, let me know how many people are wearing masks when you're playing, because um, they're <laughs> being considerate do. of others. <laughs> yeah, there's not enough people wearing masks here. I know, um, I know, I know. I'm and just... part of that is because our COVID numbers are so low, and so people yep. are like, eh, it doesn't matter. But uh, anyway, um, uh, hey, especially if you're going into someone's place of work and they're wearing a mask and they have to deal with customers all day, just wear a mask. Oh man, that like, that just, that picture of like, like the it's not like, right to the waiter to... who's got like the mask and the face shield on, and then you have everybody around that table without a mask on. It's like, what are we doing? What are we doing? All right, but back to the good on ladder. <laughs> instead, instead of the yeah, bad no, in the I, real world, <laughs> my my favorite, my fa- bad in the real world. Good God, let's not do that podcast. <laughs> welcome It'll to be the Christopher. No- welcome to Christopher Nolan's Bad in the Real World. <laughs> is that the name of the guy who made the Batman movies? I don't even know. It's something. Nolan yeah, made. he's I yeah. Know. I think it's the same guy who, yeah. who did the Superman one too, right? He's like the DC everything guy who makes like just like the dark. super downer movies. It's like yeah, oh. everything is. It's awful everything is sad (laughs) the good guys don't win it's like oh um okay do not live in your world (laughs) so the funniest thing with bit by bit which is the name of the person i don't know if i shared their name uh bit by bit is a fantastic person um the best part was when i messaged them before i could even say hey good game like i love your deck the first response they gave was just sup three letters sup and it was totally like all right lay into me about how lucky i was to win (laughs) or like are you actually someone nice it was just this like i've accepted the friend request i'm ready for whatever you're gonna say to me here we go it was a sad it's gonna be awful (laughs) it was almost like this sad moment of like oh they're expecting me to be really salty and that's that's sad that that Mm -hmm. is a truth and that's something we we do um but that only changes if people make it not that way i don't know yeah we need to control the bad the not so good elements right that's that's the problem it's because until the same with thing with emoting right i was watching um uh fondue's stream um who by the way if you're not watching uh fondue fondue why am I blanking on the second part of his Fondue name? Rage. Fondue Rage. Yeah, Fondue Rage on Twitch. Incredibly fun ladder. Incredibly awesome streamer. Like, I don't know. There are very few streamers, let alone small streamers, that talk through their plays as well as he does. Like, if you want to, like, watch a stream and, like, really kind of get into his headspace and why he's doing what and what he's looking for and that kind of stuff, he does an incredible job. So, I... I really can't pimp his stream enough uh but yeah and he he has fun doing it yeah yeah a lot of fun yeah so been like my guilty pleasure i would say the past couple of weeks but like the emoting thing right there was like he was co-oping with somebody else in his stream and they were talking through plays and it wasn't like he was even roping every turn but like this what like you know people were just like emoting like greetings 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 like they were just spamming the greetings and it's like what why why like if like the the game should just turn the emotes off if you spam the emote five times in a row you should just be timed out from emotes <laughs> but like it's so awesome well, it does if you do it three times in a row it times you out for like 15 seconds right or something i don't even know but like bit no, by bit who's super yeah. nice and they mentioned that they wanted to kind of do some like do some coaching and stuff so like pop into our discord dm them um if you're looking for someone, I think, I think they're in EU. Uh, so like different, if you're in NA, it's going to be a little bit more difficult to find times, but like looking for someone to co-op with and maybe get some, pick their brain. Uh, I would say definitely reach out to them because it's just crazy. Nice. So 
Cool. We, we? We're, we're like an hour into I know, the podcast. I know. We haven't gotten to the question and answer. I know, so. I know, I know, I know. So, I was right. gonna, so do we want to f- uh, actually use the fuse for this one? Um, sure. I mean, I think we won't need that much time, to be honest. But okay. we've said then that we don't before. Yeah. Uh, we, we, can, we can skip the fuse and we'll just go ahead and just do Or I can turn it really low. I think I can turn it really low. Well, let's just at least put do the drop for the segment because we're doing the rope. We're doing the rope. Oh, I love that fuse thing. So for those who haven't been listening since episode one. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was funny how we said we we're going to do the rope this week in Discord. People are like, what's the rope? <laughs> <laughs> like we used to do it on every episode. Yeah. So what So what is the rope in Thralamund? Uh, well, the rope used to be where we would have a theme or a topic or an, an argument or a debate, uh, over, over an idea or a question. Um, and we'd go back and forth and we would have to share a time limit. Is it 45 seconds? 70 um, seconds. So it's the same length as the seconds. rope on in the game. Oh, that's so smart. I should have known. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. So, um, and then we would talk over the rope and ignore it anyways. Yes. But, uh. Uh, yeah, so we put up, uh, um, kind of just like a prompt for some topics or questions in our discord and, uh, we got a lot back. So, uh. yeah. So first question comes from Tito Santana in our discord. So Tito asks, why did you decide to do a question and answer segment tonight? <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is we really didn't want to, but the great and just <laughs> podcast overlords of the Olympus Mon sent us a transmission this week, have informed us that a Q&A podcast episodes are a mandatory part of our contract uh, for podcasts in general. Um, yep. Yeah. I'm also suddenly realizing that it's also in our contract that we're not supposed to talk about them on the podcast, but yeah. um, we'll just edit this out. Yeah, so for sure. Because you know me, I'm so big on editing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, and then and then the, also the other real answer is we were looking for a couple questions and we got a lot of questions. <laughs> and we're like, you know yeah. what? These are awesome. Why don't we just do a Q and A? Uh, and we'll do like a short of the we'll do like a short version of the regular episode, and then we'll do the Q and A. And we did a great job yeah. on that. Um, <laughs> and and we'll get back to riddles and salt and everything next week. We've got some riddles in the hopper. And yeah, stuff, we but, have. But um, we're just gonna stick with the Q and A this week. Yeah, so we do have some riddles. We do have actually riddles left in our voice box too. So our or inbox or voicemail, whatever it's called. So um, can't wait for that. So next question comes from Senior Ridiculous Hat, and Hat <laughs> wants to know. Wants to say, Magooch was right about Mount Celebre before anybody knew about it, and we should listen to him more often. Yes. I also wish we could listen to Magooch more often. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it's an accurate yeah. statement. Magooch was playing Mount Celebre Rouge before. I mean, I would say most people did not know Mount Celebre was a card, and he was like, well, I just got to put it in Rogue. <laughs> it's so good in Rogue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it wasn't amazing. good in Rogue, uh, but it was, he loved it in Rogue. <laughs> it was serviceable. It was, it was serviceable. serviceable. It was yeah. serviceable. It was just didn't, it, you couldn't ramp to seven like you can in Druid, which makes it so much more powerful, right? Because by the time you yeah. get to turn seven, most, a lot of decks can answer that or you've been beat down by then. Whereas with Druid, you're playing it so much earlier. But I don't need to explain that to you all. Um, Hat also said 10x to 11x gives legend, uh, gives legend laddering an actual sense of purpose for people not trying to qualify and is a net positive for the game. 
Yeah, and I, I think this was a really interesting thing that they were talking through on Coin Concede this week with Raren, who was on. And um, uh, it, it shifted my thinking, as well as I know Hats this week and a bunch of other people we were talking about it a bunch. But it's this idea of, like, like part of a part of a lot of people, we really don't like the idea of there being 10x and 11x for Legend. Like, we kind of wish there was less of a punishment for playing meme decks or fun decks or doing whatever you want at Legend. Um, but I think the consensus and i know we were talking about it too last night dan um that people have come to is like and i love this or or that a lot of people have come to is that 11x actually does give you something to do on the legend ladder um there is a detriment that it does also make you want to camp potentially to get it at the end of the month which is why i started a new account and and that's been a little frustrating for me (laughs) um but but it also gives you something to do like it give like I've been complaining that I lost the <clears throat> initial legend grind that was really my monthly fun um and I kind of have lost that cuz if even on a 10x multiplier it's just so much easier to hit legend now um <clears throat> even though apparently my um excuse me even though my competition is harder I'm still finding it much easier and um uh, I'm not wanting to sound condescending to anyone who's having a tough time. Um, but that's that's been for me. And now that 11 times gives me something to work for. And I'm actually kind of excited to see if I've dumped my MMR so bad, um, if I can kind of get it back again. Like that that might be a fun challenge in a couple weeks. Um, but yeah, it basically gives, if I'm not trying to, or if other people aren't trying to compete for um, spots in the competitive scene but you want something to do for the month it it kind of does give you something to shoot for at least i like that yeah i i do kind of think that that's also just seeing how high you can finish does is the kind of same way this gives you something to gain right other than just packs yeah. and stuff um yeah but like, and, and that number otherwise is a little bit like oh cool i got this really high number that's fun yeah but now there's like something to actually tangibly and I, I definitely don't, don't disagree with that. I, I think where my issue comes from is like, if, if that is, if 10 X to 11 X is the purpose, like, and like you said, like excited to see if you can, you don't even know if you've lost so much that your MMR is a 10 X. Right. So like that, I think for uh, me, I'm, I'm pretty certain. It well, is. <laughs> I, I know, I know, but like, that's kind of the part with me. And I know that I know you all are probably sick and tired of me talking about this. Um, but just like let us peek behind the curtain, right? Like you don't have to tell me what my like you don't have to tell me what my MMR is, but just tell me what my multiplier is going to be, like, like where you, where the quests are at and that kind of stuff, right? Where you see what chest you've gotten. Also, tell me what my mm-hmm. current multiplier is, yeah, you know, so I that I have great. so I have an idea at least. Okay, I am currently at 10x, but I, you know, oh, I lost my 11x. I need to get my 10x back, or just like give me an idea of where I'm sitting. And this is such a 1% issue as well, right? Like where this is just like so much of it's... Hearthstone Twitter is, is you know, the high legend players, right? Because those are the people who put most time into the game. And they're, you know, like when you have a game like this, you often listen to be- the best players, you know, talk about the game. And so like the, a lot of people you follow are, are 11X and gamers and they talk about this kind of stuff as well. So um, I kind of feel like this is a, a 1% conversation. I and I do think there's something we said about like the ninety, the other ninety nine percent, you know, and what that experiences as well. But, but I, um, I, I think, think we can talk is, about that later, though, as well, because there's a question about I, that. So I think this is kind of this. This isn't just a one percent. This is a, this is exactly how ladder is all the way up. 
right? Like like getting to the next floor, getting those qualifiers, the floor yeah. for yeah. that multiplier. And this is just a weird invisible floor of some sort in the legend ladder. But it does mean that on legend ladder you can compete for something that isn't top one hundred legend and still have something to compete for. So I think that's cool. I, I think it's the weird. I think it's the weird design of the new ladder, though. Right? Is this this floor within a floor thing, right? So we have our rank floors, which we're used to. <laughs> and then we have these multiplier floors, which are new and like, and just invisible. And so it's yeah. really hard. I mean, it might just be a me problem. And like, cause the way maybe my, like I have, I'm a real visual thinker. And so like trying to wrap my head around the multiplier stuff is just like, it just doesn't, my head just doesn't get there and it and doesn't the, want to get the multiplier- there. Is your rank. Though. Yes. Like, yeah. I think that's the thing that we all need to just come to terms with is being diamond five. Me, it doesn't really mean much because it's a different journey. You're playing different people to get there based on who you are. And you're having different multipliers to get there. Me, yeah. me getting legend on an 11 times or anyone getting legend on 11 times is a different journey to legend than someone on an eight or nine times getting to legend. That yeah. is a much different accomplishment. So saying I'm playing this deck at diamond five, I'm playing this deck and doing well at, at this, you yeah. know, like it doesn't mean it. like it's the multiplier. It, it's that's the new rank. So I've been um, trying to visualize this. Right. And so like one thing that worked for me was. And not well, obviously, but I try to picture three different ladders now. So you have your <laughs> multiplier. You have your, well, but honestly, though, you, you have your this multiplier. This is like Star ladder, Trek right? chess now, right? You like, have your multiplier. The new ladder is the new ladder is the Star Trek chess game. Right? Right, so you have your you have your you have your multiplier, which you have to win X number of games to get out of your multiplier ladder. The lower you multiply, the fewer games you have to win to get out of the multiplier ladder. Multiplier ladder, but then once you win, you have more games to win to get to the legend ladder, right? Where you don't have a multiplier anymore. So you have the multiplier, the multiplier ladder. You have the old school ladder, and then you have your, the legend ladder, right? And that's kind of how I've wrapped my head around it. So like a seven X. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> so I know, but that's the problem with it, right? Because so you have because when you are still when you still have your multiplier, you are not playing using MMR. You're just playing you're playing MMR within your within your multiplier, right? So you're playing other people who are 10x, 9x, 8x, wherever you currently are in that ladder, right? Um so you're playing people within that MMR space. Um yeah. And then once you get out of the multiplier, multipliers, the, the the 10x or whatever, and you hit just a regular ladder where you're, you're just playing people who are also diamond five or diamond 10 or whatever it might be, right? Yeah. So that 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 then works just the same way that old ladder used to work. So it's not it's no longer MMR well, based. Yeah, but I think you're still being matched up more by I think MMR is still matching you more heavily. It's confusing. We need yeah. to move on. Well, yeah, but it's like I, it's just I. I just need to see some sort of like representation of what yep. I'm playing against in that kind of, I just need that to be clear yep. to spell it out. Don't they tell should, me they should, it should be visible. The, the thing yep. that's really determining who we're matching up against. Yep. Okay. We got a question from Jeff O'Play, this anonymous person. Um, the O is a zero because he's cool, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's my brother. <laughs> uh, so Jeff O'Play asked, Oh, I got to start the fuse. Um, if Jeff will play asked, if you asked Rick, I can't talk today. If you asked Rick Astley, if he would give up, give you his Blu-ray special edition of up, would he be able to? 
<laughs> so my answer to this is a long time ago uh he promised not to but people change and i know for a fact that he's already given away his entire vhs and laserdisc collection so i would not be surprised um if at some point he gave you up so yeah. so you're saying that he will give you up once he'll give you up once he has the 4k version of up Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm yeah. not. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't get but the joke until. But in a sense, that I... won't be letting me down. Like I'll be happy to have the special edition of Up. So, um, you know, he'll hang on to part of his promise. Yeah, I'll be honest. I didn't um, get the joke until you said it out loud. I was like, I know what he's getting at. I know it's that joke about that song, but I don't get what this joke is. <laughs> Uh, so Nomad Farmer asks, um, why is a raven like a writing desk? And I was like, I don't know. I have no idea. I assume this is some sort of a quote or something. Yes. Yes. So it's a quote from, it's like an old timey riddle from like Alice in Wonderland or something. Right. But the real answer is because of his sweet English accent and knowledge of Hearthstone. That is, (laughs) that is the... (laughs) <laughs> and then I wrote awesome. Teehee in the show notes because I thought it, I'm pretty funny. Um, and then <laughs> uh, Nomad also asks, what opponent decks make you upset or happy to see? So happy to see anyone playing any Shaman right now uh, is awesome. And I'm happy to see it because Shaman is awesome. And Shaman is just unfairly treated by 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 Hearthstone. Like either it's broken or it's garbage, right? Like, there's just yeah. no in-between there between, like, for Shaman. And, like, poor Shaman just happened to have, like, the most OP busted deck built for it with, like, the Galakron stuff. And they nerfed it into the ground. And it's like... Yeah, and-, and then you see this, like, light touch with Demon Hunter, right? Where it's like, okay, we're just gonna, we're gonna try it. We're gonna try and change this card to not change this. And with Shaman, it's like, go away! <laughs> <laughs> well, and, but Shaman, they were like, oh, man, we really messed up here. And then they're like, all right, well, now that like now that the main main offender Shutterwalk has has gone to wild, it turns out all these cards are just terrible. <laughs> like, um, I think losing Shutterwalk just made all of those things completely unplayable. There's no longer an end game payoff for doing any battle cry things. And uh, it's yeah. just it's just absolutely left a, a barren landscape of of sadness for shaman yeah 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 and what am i upset to see so more often than not i'm just i just kind of like it's priest but it's not necessarily even like the current iteration of priest because like i don't like 80 percent of the time i enjoy playing against priest I think it's a fun deck. I think it's a funny way to play the game. I enjoy their new, I enjoy the new priest. I think it's super fun. I love like the steal your stuff priest. Um, but like I, I am not like cartoon defender and that two, six death rattle. And then just being able to play them in- infinitely is just, <clears throat> it's just not fun. And I just like, no. like I, I, and I know people will be like, will roll their eyes back, but Dan, did, weren't you playing? Death Rattle Priest before it was cool. And yes, yep. yes, I was. But I was playing it just for the fun of putting as many birds in somebody else's deck as possible. Like I like <laughs> it was just f- 
funny, right? Like it was a good time. But I decided, like, I just don't see the fun in just like, oh, now I've got two more cartoons. Here's another cartoon. Here, and like, it's like, are, are either of us having uh, fun here? It's like, I'm just trying to punch my way through this miserable minion and you're just trying to make more of them and like which one of us is having a good time and it's like it's such a grindy way to play the game that i i just don't find that way fun and so like i just i roll i just it's hard not to roll my eyes when i see priest because i'm like uh here we go Mm -hmm. um and then and dh because i'm tired of dh again like it's not anyone's fault i know it's a hard deck to play but it's just so good it's just so so good that it's just kind of like and the challenge of it is fun and i did have a positive win rate against DH last season. Um, but like, it's just, they have like their power turns are just so powerful. And it's like, it, it's uh, yeah, it's DH. Right. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not like upset to see it, but I'm never like excited to see it either. So. No, I feel the same. Um, right now. Demon Hunter is the one that I'm upset to see. And I'm not especially upset. I'm I, like, like I said last week, and you're saying now, like I generally see it as a challenge. It's actually really fun, um, especially with Priest. It's such a kind of 50-50 win rate that like that challenge is really fun for me. Um, it's fun with Paladin because your favorite, no. Uh, but when you have a chance, <laughs> when you don't have a chance, it's not fun. And, and that happens with all sorts of matchups. But honestly, the reason I really don't like it is just it's overplayed. There's just way too much of it. It's just like, okay, I'm facing so many Demon Hunters. Um, it, it just there's 10 classes and i think i shouldn't play against demon hunter this much um for how good warrior is i hardly ever see it and that's crazy to me um it's come down to the but um (laughs) most of the time it's fine it's just when i get like three or four of them in a row or if i've played 10 games and eight of them are against demon hunter which happens like more than I'd like. Mm -hmm. Um, That's when I'm like, okay, another demon hunter and I'm rolling my eyes. But honestly, in this meta, there really isn't a villain. Like there have been in, in other metas in the past Um, in Hearthstone history. It's any ramp druid, hundred percent, any form of ramp druid. I just, I've just learned to despise it over the years. It's like, Oh, what, what deck is going to be good in the upcoming meta? Well, some form of ramp druid, Um, like (laughs) it's just always been good. And, and the, the year and a half plus of spreading plague druid made me quit the game. Like it did. I just was done. Yeah. I was was like, I just, I can't play. I don't want to play a game with that card in it. Like, you know, where that's a competitive thing where you just shut down mid range and, and aggro decks like this, just not, you just, you just, yeah, that was, so that's it. Um, what am I happy to see? Honestly, it's not a deck. Um, although decks do different decks, but off meta cards, a card where I'm like, whoa, you, we all know that moment where you're like, whoa, what is that doing in their deck? <laughs> that is like, I love that. And uh, I have so much respect and, 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 for, and, and love for those people. Um, I wish there was more creativity in Hearthstone um, and, and the people who are pushing those things, uh, all the respect you're, you're doing, uh, you're doing some awesome work. Doing God's work. Like Craig would say. Um, yeah. So I think the <clears throat> one thing about DH that I think is, probably the most eye rolling to me right now. And it's not anybody's fault. It's just the card quality versus card quantity. Like, so DH right now has a super small card pool and it's really good. So yeah. there's really only one way to play demon hunter. Like sure. Yes. You can play the control demon hunter where you're doing fun things like McTheridon, but like, why would you do that when it is just so much like tempo demon hunter is just so much better. It wins against everything else. And like, I know yeah. like I don't play, meta version of decks a lot of times because 
I, I don't know. I hate myself, but, um, but it's just the, the tempo variant is just bonkers. And then most people who want to climb, they're going to play the, the, the good variant. And so there's just no room for other, other decks right now. They're just, they don't really exist for demon hunter. So I'm hopeful that like, as we get more cards, we will see like stuff even out. And I'm really hopeful that we're going to see more changes. Like we saw with priest, um, where we'll see, you know, the worst classes get kind of lifted up a little bit so that, that we don't, yeah. where it's not like, you know, Oh, you have a, you had a bad expansion. So now the class is unplayable, which is what happens to classes like Shaman and Paladin, right? Because the, it's hard with 10 classes. So there's just always going to be yeah, two but like, or three classes that are virtually unplayable, no but, matter how much they try not to. I know, but like, it doesn't have to be completely unplayable. Right, like the basic uh, of the classic yeah. set is like that's that's the cards that aren't going away ever, right? So like if you have a poor basic classic set, it's more more. It's case. easier for yeah, that class more. to be just dumpstered, right? Yeah, it's We're more at, likely. So, yep. um, but yeah, all right. So, uh, here we go. Uh, Tito asks, "What is the best Star Wars movie, and why is it Empire Strike Back?" <laughs> <laughs> the answer is it is Empire Strikes Back and the reasons are dialogue, cinematography, engaging story arc, the bounty hunters, character progression. Like there's actual character progression in that Star Wars film. Um but you know what? It it really is every reason you can possibly think of. It is just by far the best Star Wars movie. Those are the reasons. And yeah. and that's wrong and the answer is it's a new hope because it is like the quintessential hero's journey story, right? Like Hero's Journey was done perfectly in A New Hope, and everyone who does the Hero's Journey after that is just doing a bad version of A New Hope. And A New Hope was genre defining. <clears throat> yeah. So like that doesn't make it a better movie. Uh, it does to me and everybody else <laughs> out there who's right with me. Um, but yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they uh. So Tito also asked, "What Magic the Gathering mechanic would you add to Hearthstone?" I actually have no idea. I haven't played Magic in twenty years, but I'd like to see a cube mode. I think it'd be kind of cool. Um, honestly, this like at first I started thinking about it, and I was like, "Ooh, I don't know." And I, I started thinking through all sorts of keywords. Um, uh, but for me, then all of a sudden I was just like, "It's just keywords." I just wish Hearthstone didn't have this thing with throwing out keywords. Oh, gosh, yes. I Can wish we, we could have 20, please? 30, 40, 50 keywords in the game. Like, Enrage was a keyword. It was great. Um, and then if you hover, explain what the keyword means. Yep. Um, I think keywords are helpful yep. to new and old players. I do not buy the idea that it is more confusing for just the first time someone reads a card. I think it's easier to to have a little symbol or a one word and to learn what that one word means. Um, so to me, that's, uh, that's, that's what uh, I would enjoy. Yeah. I think maybe like on some level, um, uh, having utilities for minions and equipment that wasn't just attacking um, would be cool. Like being able to activate right in the same way that tapping. But I think that that just gets into a space that that's not Hearthstone as a game. And that's fine with me. Well, I, how often do you see like the best classes have access to weapons because the weapons are so powerful. So like being able to change weapons to equipment and give other classes access to that additional mechanic will be huge. Right. Well, and they have done that They right? have with the legendary weapons and the priest yep. one that summons dragons yeah, and, yeah. The, you know, Medivh staff and stuff like, yeah, but, but they've kind of played within that space. But, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I probably should have thought about this a little longer, but my, my real firm answer was just like, I just want keywords. Oh, gosh. Just give keywords. us keywords. And then put abilities. those keywords on the Play Hearthstone webpage, and people can go there and they can actually learn what stuff does. The fact that Twin Slice is a twin spell that is not a twin spell is bonkers. It doesn't make any sense. And, I, and I'm sorry. I the, know the, they tried the to explain it, they but. they give for it. Are, are are baloney. I don't buy them whatsoever. Yep. They're just digging just their heels in a just huge because. Disservice. It's a huge disservice to the game, and it, and well, it's frustrating. And the players as well. That like we can't handle. Like it took me. I I still don't like when twin spell does not work like twin like twin size does not work like twin spell. It is confusing to me. Right. It just doesn't make any sense. So I I just don't understand why you just don't get keywords. One hundred and ten percent. Yeah, I'm with you there. Yeah. Um. All right. And then Ridiculous Hat asks us, why are Hearthstone players getting into chess and D&D in large quantities? Why uh, don't you go first? <laughs> <laughs> uh, because games are awesome and those are classic games. That's, that's like the quick and easy answer, right? So yeah. uh, I think Hearthstone players in general, more than I think most other digital games, Really, it is it is so much of a classic type of game, right? Where, like, it does kind of lead you into other gaming areas where, like, something like League of Legends, it is kind of its own thing. It's a MOBA, right? But, like, Hearthstone is is a, just a true game. And so something like chess, which is something that I've recently really got into, is um, hugely applicable. And so much, so much of the language that we use about Hearthstone, we're talking about tempo, we're talking about um, difference for that is, like, that stuff originated in chess and we use the word slightly different in hearthstone, but that's to be kind of unexpected. Right. And so like thinking about like your, like your, your tactics and your strategy, like what is your overarching, what are you trying to do with this goal, with this deck? Are you the beat down? Are you the control? Right. Like, and then thinking about like your tactics, your, your turn to turn. Right. So like a tactic would be is something that's a, 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 a one or two turn like thing. Right. So it's like a, a pin in chess where you like have a lesser piece, um, protecting a or stuck to a more important piece by one of your so you pin that right so that's a, that's a tactic um, a tactic in Hearthstone is just um, the value trade right so like those kind of things they just work so wonderfully well together that I think especially now when most of us are stuck in our houses and chess is just so easy to access right now um, I, I think it it's a no brainer. And I think what was funny about it was as I got into chess, so did like everybody else in like a lot of different gaming spaces, which has been a lot of fun to see. So um, I, I just think it's a fun classic game that a lot of people like, I think learning it and being good at it is kind of a, a feather in your hat. And I think it is kind of a fun thing to, to, to kind of to learn and to do and to play. And there's, it's so easy to play right now. And there's so many different ways to play. It's just, you can play daily or you can play, you know, blitz or bullet or you know it's just a a lot of fun so um i just think it's a it's a game at least for for chess specifically i i think i'm surprised more people don't play chess to be honest so yeah so believe it or not i have a longer answer (laughs) (laughs) um gamers love different aspects of the games they play so i think one of the things that oh i'm gonna get into i know i'm gonna get into like um cultural theory here um one of the things about um 
uh, our culture, I think that happens is that people are kind of led to believe that they're more static than they are. We're kind of taught you're the art guy, you're the sports guy or person, sorry, you're, you're the math person in, in schools and in, 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 in kind of being raised, you're the person who wants to be this when you grow up. And, and we kind of tend to think of people as like static people, like they don't change, like we're kind of, you're that person. And I think people are so multifaceted. We all have so many different sides to ourselves. And we're all into different things on different days and different months. And when we're going through different things, we're interested in different things. So one of the things that happens is as gamers, we're not static. We we, we don't just love the same game for forever because it's just this thing that will complete us for forever. That's that's not a realistic expectation of a game. Um, and our interests and opinions change over time. Um, and uh, there's different aspects in different games are going to weigh in more heavily. Like... Um, lore story and creativity are huge in D D or or tabletop gaming in general tabletop gaming is so open to creative thinking and you can play the game in any way you want which you cannot do in a video game video games are hugely restrictive no matter how creative they can make it um co- when compared to tabletop gaming um all of those things are secondary in hearthstone like lore story creativity creative deck building is a thing but it's sort of not really there's not enough cards to really open the door for like huge amounts of different kind of card combinations generally something um even when someone's like look at this crazy new deck like usually like 16 to 20 of the cards are the same as another deck that we've been playing um uh hearthstone the real value in hearthstone that i see when just quickly thinking about it i think like strategy problem solving luck gambling these are things that we play hearthstone for that's why sometimes now rng can go too far but sometimes i find the rng thing really funny because like you're playing a card game you want it to gamble that's that's big part of the game um but one thing i've learned over the years and i think people need to be way more open to is like playing more than one game don't just identify yourself as a gamer with one game that's ridiculous that makes absolutely no sense to me it would be like being someone who's like i really like out doing outdoor stuff and i really like hiking but i only hike on mountains i I don't (laughs) want to go for a hike along the ocean i don't want to go to a lake nope even if it's in the mountains there's a lake let's avoid it i only like rocky surfaces to do my mountain climbing on like it's it's a ridiculous idea but it's something that um and excuse me while I put on my tinfoil hat, it's something that corporations have really taught us in, in North America, especially is like oh, no brand loyalty. That's, that's just brand act, yes. loyalty. <laughs> yeah. Brand loyalty and tribalism is something we are taught. You drive this kind of car because you're this kind of person. You support this political party no matter what they do or what they say because that's who you are. Um, that's ridiculous. In politics, we should be talking about like the ideas and and the 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 um, structures that we're building. Like, I'm going to leave politics alone. Um, Good but in terms of brand loyalty, it's disgusting. Like you you have no idea how many times as a teacher I have to have two teenagers kind of like going at each other, which is better PlayStation or Xbox, man, that's just what they want you to do. They just want you to argue about like, how about like, there's so many other ways to play games as well. Or like, you know, my PC is so much better running games. You who play consoles, you're doing it wrong. It's like, no, they're all games. We're all on the same side. We, we, we should all explore all of these spaces. There's great, amazing things happening on console that are not happening on PC. And there's great, amazing things happening on PC that are not happening on console. And there's great, amazing things happening in Love Letter and in Dungeons and Dragons and in Call of Cthulhu and in like 
we should be more open to playing more different games, not the other way around where even I get into it. I, I identify as a Hearthstone player. Um, I identify as a magic player. I identify as a D and D player my whole life. And so like I build up this identity and what that actually does is it can be very um, damaging to like me as a gamer and, and gaining like um kind of satisfaction from gaming in general when i quit world of warcraft D D was just like you know i i stopped playing D D while i was playing world of warcraft because it was just like eh, this is like a filler for D D. but it i i had lost this whole creative aspect of gaming and it, it i'd realized how unhappy i was without it um so yeah maybe just don't play one game all the time because you're going to get different things from different things and so when i hear hearthstone players talk a lot about how they want hearthstone to be more like chess there is that part of me often that's like go play chess well and that's something that and, <laughs> like, and that's like, so funny and now they're doing it <laughs> that's so funny because that's how i got into chess right recently that was my, i know i said this before but like i that's one of my things when someone goes oh too much rng i'm like well if you want chess go play chess and i was like you know what I'm going to go play chess and it's great <laughs> and it's awesome. And yeah. it's, I think it's a really fun game to learn because your losses are your losses and you don't get to blame anything else. And that's really fun and interesting. Um, but it also doesn't mean you can't critique Hearthstone of course for not. having too much RNG. That's totally fine. But a lot of times I see the conversation going to a space where it's like, um, where where they're really kind of deconstructing the and and trying to vilify the things that make Hearthstone Hearthstone and that to me is really weird. That's like do do like do you not understand like the game you're playing like like this is this is the game like yeah. Um, go if you were trying to critique Hearthstone to turn it into something it's not, you found the wrong game. Like go, that's just on some level. Um, and, and Hearthstone is changing and it is different than it was years ago and it will continue to change, but it's, it's mostly. And that's what makes it a good living game. Like, so like mm. 20 years ago, I played a lot of Magic the Gathering. I loved Magic the Gathering, played it in my lunch, in the high school lunchroom until they told us that we couldn't, or junior high lunchroom, until they told us we couldn't because of Satan. And then. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> not even kidding. And Sorry I, to laugh. I know you're not kidding. Just, not even kidding. It's uh, mind boggling. I've never heard. Yeah. I love you, Nebraska. I love you. I really do. Great place to grow I up. had, I um, had, I had one friend who wasn't allowed to play D and D with us. Um, if his, if, if, uh, his dad found out cause, because Satan, I was told but his I had mom a teacher tell was me. hugely supportive, I had the, hugely supportive. It's creative. It's storytelling. And you guys, it's so wonderful. I had the D and D 3.5 book at school. And I was reading it in between classes and I had a teacher go, you know, I had people when I was in high school, when I was in school, some people played D and D and it was just basically a chick track. And she was like, yeah, you're going to go to hell because, because D and D is going to lead you there. And I was like, whoa. You know, yeah, we're not going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to ignore you because this is a game, crazy person. Um, and games are supposed to be, to be fun. fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but so like I, but my, my point was I couldn't go, but I can't go and just pick up magic today because magic has changed to such an extent, right? It's a different game now than it was 20 years ago. And it exists yeah, it as is. a game today because it has grown and changed, whether you like it or not. Um, and the same is of Hearthstone, right? Like it's, if it's not changing, it is, it's just not going to very few games just exist as the, in their original form. 
and just stay that mm-hmm. way. Like even chess has changed, right? Like now, not, not like a whole bunch and very slowly, but like even like the rules of chess have changed in a little bit, but that is like one of the classic and like original board games, right? And so like there's very few games like that where if it's like, it's the same game, you know, 20 years ago that it is today. Cause most time, like, who do you know who has finished a game of Monopoly, right? Like, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> That's the worst game. I'm sorry, if you're still defending Monopoly, like the structure of Monopoly is for 15 minutes, you randomly move around the board and figure out who is the wealthiest person. And then you spend four hours suffocating your opponents into death. <laughs> That's like, the, if that, like with absolutely zero player agency, because if the people who have the wealth in Monopoly just don't trade, there is no agency for anyone else at the table <laughs> but to slowly have RNG and, drown them. And in that debt. is as and, if, and if that is And that's the game being played as intended, by the way. The person who made that game, yeah. who created that game, was it was create, created as a critique of capitalism. So it was it was created <laughs> by a socialist as a critique of capitalism. So that is and they that branded is the, it and convinced yes, us that is the that is the way branded. it was meant to be played. Is it's here? Look, see this rich person doesn't have to give you anything, and you're doomed. That was the point. <laughs> and uh, and the funniest part about it, it's like the world's best selling game ever, isn't it? Uh, like they just continue to rebrand it and resell oh, it. And we go buy it because you they just tell like, us to. If you want to go down a uh, rabbit hole of oh my gosh, like go look at some of like I, the Monopoly stuff, like like the Teen Girl Monopoly edition. Oh my gosh, it's insulting. <laughs> when I'm speaking to adults who I consider like intelligent, well balanced, well knowledge, well you know, mm-hmm. just well traveled, like people with a huge knowledge base adults and they'll be like oh you run the board game clubs at school what do you guys play monopoly and to me that sounds like having a conversation where you're like i'm a foodie i really love food um there's nothing i love more than than homemade um beautifully prepared food isn't your favorite food craft dinner like when i like that's what that conversation feels like to me it's like like oh that's really cool like i'm really knowledgeable in all these areas board gaming yeah, Monopoly, and I'm ju- you're just like what, what, what? That's just like to me, Monopoly is is like a four letter word in gaming. It's like uh, yeah, uh, just, <laughs> no, no, it, it, and it would be like being like, um, hey, like, do you like computer games? And and someone would be like, yeah, and be like, what do you play on a four eighty six? It's like no, no. No, no, no. Yeah. All right, enough. I just, that that is a, yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. So Tito asks in the Discord, you know, on that topic, Hat, <laughs> I've seen some streamers uh, stream chess, and they aren't really playing chess, in my opinion. They're playing Blitz and not really thinking about it. So um, that's very much uh, real chess. So Blitz and Bullet are, they're FIDE chess, so they are acknowledged as real chess, and um very much uh a way to play play the game and they have there are fide rankings based on that and they have world championships of of blitz and bullet and rapid and all those kind of things and they're all real um and in almost every like i guess general streamer i would call them like the big those big name streamers right um who have been picking up chess lately most of them are playing playing rapid and and blitz which is um you know 15 minute chess right around there. 
And that is, so you have 15 minutes. Um, so that would be, be like 15, 10. So you have 15 minutes for your turn. And then on your, not your turn, sorry, for your, for your game, you have 15 minutes for your side of the game. And then on your turn, you gain 10 seconds on the clock. So it's like 15 slash 10. That is just saying, okay, you have 15, 10. Or if it's three, zero, that's a hard three minutes. You have three minutes to play the game. There is a time added to the clock. Um, and so most, like almost every, I have never seen like, an actual like real chess full-time chess streamer stream anything other than um three minute or less so three minute one minute 30 second that is almost entirely what is played like you almost will never see a chess streamer playing even anything as slow as five minute chess um because it's just like because most of are most of the big time chess streamers are they're titled streamers um, so like really, really high level like players and they just like, they just blow through games. So it's just three minutes and they'll play against the same person, maybe 10 or 15 times in a row. Cause they keep on queuing back and they'll keep on like queuing back in or they'll, they'll rematch each other. Um, and they'll play back and forth for a good chunk of time. And so it really is a different, different thing. And like the classical chess, the chess that we grew up with, like, you know, where you're playing, you're sitting over a board and you have an hour or longer, even like, like the world championship, like a game will last, you know, 10, 11 hours, which is why like chess is a young person's game because it honestly is stamina at the highest level. You are going to play a 10 hour game or 11 hour game. And it's going to be, and then you're going to play multiple games in a row. So like, you're going to have multiple days in a row where you are playing 10 hours or more against one person. Um, with a huge amount of time in between, just re- you're kind of like, so you'll see people get up and walk around and stuff. And that's super normal because they will, like, these are marathon sessions. Um, and that's just yeah. obviously terrible streaming content, right? That's just not anything. <laughs> no one wants to watch that. So um, yeah, it's almost 100% like the top streamers, almost all bullet. So um, yeah, you're going to see, I think saying one way is real or not real. I mean, I think a lot of people, Bobby Fischer was a crazy person at the end, but he was one of the great chess players of all time, created different ways to play chess. So um, I don't think this is just thing as, a, as, as real chess or, or fake chess. Like it's, it's a, it's a different variation of the game. And I think the cool thing of what's happened over this um, during quarantine has been this really like, like the, just like the growth of, of bullet and rapid and that kind of stuff has been just awesome. And I think so interesting and so neat. And uh, yeah, I encourage everyone to go to go to like Lichess, L-I-C-H-E-S-S.com. It's free. Play there. Or you can go to chess.com and play for free. Or you can get a paid subscription and it has a whole bunch of like different lessons and stuff, which is just awesome. So, um, but yeah, you know, uh, it's, it, you know, it's like any other game that's going to be a quick game, right? And it's fun content. You don't want like slower stuff is not going to be interesting to watch. And so it's very much like the, you are creating content again. And so, yeah. It, so yeah, I don't want to like, you know, get like blow up Tito or anything. Cause I, I think it's a really good question. Um, but I think it's kind of important to kind of understand why and, and not just assume that, you know, slow chess is the best chess. Cause I think, you know, what is really amazing when you watch these really, really high level players play, play bullet or play blitz or even use you'll see rapid in tournaments but um even that's too slow for most for almost every twist twitch twitch chess streamer like people will get in chat and be like slow chess and then move on like they're just not interested in watching it so um is the speed at which they play the game and like the moves that they make and like the like they will make pre-moves where like 
they will because they have a short clock where they will actually make a move before the other person has made their move because they know what the other person's move is going to be. So it's um it's incredible and like the the skill and like the dedication is just incredible, but it is so confusing to watch. Like chess twitch is so confusing because <laughs> you have to really understand the game at a really like a, like a much better than basic level to be able to follow a, uh, a chess stream. So now there are there are tournaments that you'll have commentators like we do with Hearthstone, which is actually really really good to watch as a learn as, as you're learning. But um, I'm still learning myself, so I yeah. But anyways, so moving on. Um, why? Are, <laughs> sorry, that's just that's just me. That's okay. So why are we not recording live, and why should we change that? <laughs> <laughs> like I, I think we appreciate that people want to see us uh, record live, um, and that's exciting to us. That that uh, when we started thinking about it, it was really exciting to us to do yeah. it. Uh, but there is a big butt in the room, and it's not a. Is it mine? It is. Uh, it, it's it's not a uh, it's it's not a large uh, Hearthstone minion. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it's. Uh, the but is um, we would be so easily distracted. Yep. Both Dan and I are super easily distractible. Um, and we actually really don't think it would make for a better podcast. We, we legitimately, we were excited about it. We were even starting to figure out how to do yep. it. And then we kind of stopped and said, we get distracted recording with two or three of us. Um, that, that, yeah, maybe at some point we'll try it. Uh, but we know it won't go well. I can't have two conversations at once. I can't look at chat. I, I wouldn't be able to interact while we did the podcast. That would not be a thing I could I could do. Um Yeah, I think I think for now it's just it's just tabled, right? So I I don't think it's a no forever. I think it's gonna be like I don't think it's ever I don't anticipate, at least for now, that it would ever be like a coin concede or I think Blizzlet records live. Someone was saying as well. I don't know for sure. Um, but the, you know, a lot of them, a lot of those part, hot, pop, blah, blah, words. Oh my gosh, are hard. So um, like Hero Power, they play, they record live, uh, coin concede records live. We, at the end of the day, we just thought, you know, our podcast is going to be better if we don't record it live and that's where we're at. Um, there are going to be certain things we'll do live. So we'll do our card reviews again, live. We did that last expansion. It was super fun. Um, we'll do it again this time, but you know, better. Um, and I think there's a space for maybe other types of streams or other types of episodes, maybe like a, maybe a special episodes where we record live. Uh, so there are things that we are kind of looking into and we're like, we would love to kind of hear all your, all your feedback about that. Um, but as far as like the weekly squelch podcast, that for now is going to remain kind of, um, just like a podcast. So, um, yeah. Is that, mm -hmm. that about right? Enthrallment? Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, the next question is if nothing sticks to Teflon, how does Teflon stick to the pan? Uh, for me, <laughs> I'm going to choose not to be concerned about that and allow the Teflon companies to keep doing what they're doing. <laughs> um, so there are a number of ways for um, Teflon to be added to a pan. And I lost the internet page that I was going to read off of. So I don't know. Magic, I assume. I assume magic. <laughs> 
<laughs> magic is the answer. That's great. <laughs> um, That's great. Why is something that goes by ship called cargo, but something that goes by car called a shipment? Um, probably because it was called cargo before it was a car, right? Like, why is a car called a car, not an automobile? I don't, I mean, yeah, I don't know, but I'm going to start calling them automobiles. Yeah. It's like, why is there driveway? Everyone get in the automobile. Uh, can I call it an automobile? Yes, I would prefer it if you didn't spell it with lots of U's. Automobile. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, what's our favorite hero interaction slash emote? Supposed so nomad. Uh, what's our least favorite? So, my favorite, my favorite is the new like the Reno hero. And when you attack with the Reno hero, he goes pew 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 pew, pew, pew. and it is <laughs> so funny. Like I just can't yeah. not with that. It just slays me that's hands down my favorite <laughs> and my least favorite it is illy dilly's greeting when you greet with illy dilly he says evil draws close it's like what uh, okay edgelord that's not a greeting that's not that's not what i i said hi can't you can you say hello like <laughs> my the, my first thing i have written down here is illidan is my least favorite and the reason is his emotes don't match yeah the emote you're choosing none of them do they're all like these weird angry statements that don't say wow they don't say hello they don't like the only one is the threaten but they're all the threaten button um and i thought that was really disappointing um as much as i love liam o'brien who voices illidan he does a great job it was like whatever they chose to do to write those emotes had way more to do it feeling like batman and less like actually adding flavor to the way you communicate in game. And um, that was disappointing for me because I think they do a great job on those it, um, in general. Yeah. It's like a 13 year old who just recently got into like goth. Right. And it's like, yeah, yeah I know I get it. And, and you're like, I, Hey, I, I want, I'm, do you want to pop I'm supporting you? And that's awesome. Like, I, I'm so happy that you are kind of like finding your own space, but you know, you don't have to say evil draws close when, when I say hi, we can just, you can say hi. I've, I've, I've changed your diapers. It's cool. It's like, <laughs> yeah. or, or it's like, you know, Hey goth, Dan, would you like a popsicle? And you're like, evil draws close. And it's like, I is, don't do, know if you want a popsicle. Do you, do you want a popsicle? You, <laughs> you know, like, it's like, uh, cause, so that was a little disappointing. My favorite. I couldn't think off the top of my head, what my favorites were. Um, the annoyo portrait emotes get me. I just really don't like them, but I am glad it's in the game. It's, it's a different kind of hero. I like that. Um, I like all of Morgul's emotes. They're fantastic. They're so cool. Um, but, uh, the ones that came off the top of my head, two of my favorite, heroes for sure are Medivh and Nemzi. So I was going through there and like Medivh's um, wow is the first thing I thought of. It's the first thing that came to mind. So his sarcastic old man, he's like, when you hit the wow emote, he's like, that's incredible. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it reminds me of like that, that uh, gif of, of uh, Clint Eastwood drinking his coffee. (laughs) Like just the old man, like get off my lawn, like sarcastic, like good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then Nemzi's wow emotes. The wow emotes are my favorite. And hers is like, that was awesome. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Cause that's like what I want to say when I want to say wow to someone. And then her threaten is like the best. The like, haha, you'd make a cute puppet. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Yeah, Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, And the second question here is what Hearthstone or WoW character 
would you most like to share a pint with in a tavern? And what would you talk about? You go first because I Am actually I... didn't. I missed this question, so I don't have anything prepared. So you ask. You answer first. Yeah, mine is for sure Lorewalker Cho in a heartbeat. I mean, he's one of my favorite cards, but also like I would ask him about life advice, um, all the life advice. I would also like get into his headspace of how he insists on focusing on um, being cool and fun and not worrying about being competitive because that's where he is in the Hearthstone <laughs> always. Um, and just like, ah, I don't know. He seems like a really chill laid back guy and i'd love to just have a beer and relax with with uh with lore walker so i think i have and and he wouldn't mind when i drank a dry cider you know i'd show up with my dry cider which i prefer to to beer and fine i'm sure he would be like you do you yeah you know which a lot of people who drink beer like seemingly offended when like beer is not your favorite drink yeah yeah it's like oh like why do you care you don't need to tell me how much better you're i like beer i'm not saying i don't but like (laughs) you know you don't have to convince me that the thing you like is the thing i should like you know that's fine too yep um so illidan would totally do that (laughs) (laughs) yes illidan would but 100 percent tell you why why you're what you're drinking is wrong and why you're wrong and why you're a bad person because of it um so I and Uther would be like, why are you not drinking a Bud Light? <laughs> <laughs> so I have two answers uh, for different questions. First, so my first answer is like probably Elise because I feel like she has the most life experience, right? Like she has like done so many interesting things. Like I think it'd be very fun to just like sit down with her and just like chat about like what yeah. she's done right and like oh that's a really good answer right? because like first she has like so she's not only has she been a camp counselor in a very dangerous location but she's <laughs> you could also be like did all the scouts perish sadly? yeah but she's also the leader of the dumbest group of of like heroes maybe ever like yeah like that is just like which sounds awesome. I wanted to get in her headspace and kind of how did she get there? And then my second answer is Reno because pew, 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 pew. Um, he's, he sounds like someone that was my wife laughing, by the way, I got a chuckle out of my wife and she doesn't even understand. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I, uh, he would just, he just loves life and not in like the way that like when someone says they just love life. It's like someone who just like, they go out and drink and party every time. Like, that's not Reno, right? Reno's just, like happy with Reno and like where he is and what he's doing. And I think that's such a those kind of people are just so awesome to be around. And I also want to yeah. tell him he's a Daggeron. I want to see how that goes. Does he turn back into a Daggeron if you tell him he's a Daggeron? Um, <laughs> and, and if I tell him he's a Daggeron, then is he now a Daggeron in my hand and like, activates as a Daggeron? Because he should. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, if I can kill myself as Jaraxxus with uh, Sack Pack, I should be, I should be able to use the Reno card, um, the four six Reno as a Dragon Activator. Just saying, that would be awesome, Hearthstone. It was a big missed opportunity, but yeah. So Elise, but then also Reno. Um, yeah, that's what I would say. Uh, Tito says, second question. Tito, this is not your second question. <laughs> this is like it's like eight this is questions. Your, we're going to have a limit on Tito's questions the next time. And I love you, Tito. <laughs> I love you. It's a lot of questions. It's a lot of pressure to live up to this. I'm just going to be honest with you. So, 
All right. Came from the future, and Squelch has become the podcast for Hearthstone Esports. It already is, but that's okay. <laughs> esports? Uh, uh, How would we ever and, be the Esports? And Hearthstone, and Hearthstone <laughs> is the Esport of Esports, which, again, it already Whoa. is. So, you guys got so big, there's a movie currently in production. What actors would you would play you guys? Um, like, who would play young Dan, and who would play now Dan, who would play future Dan, and then same for Enthrallman. So young Dan would obviously obviously be played by Frankie Muniz um, from Malcolm in the Middle because he's just plays he's just a child forever. I think I, Frankie Muniz like now would play me as a child, just you know. And then current Dan, okay. And then current Dan because I know who else. I mean, I mean, yeah. And then current Dan would be played by Zach Galifianakis. Um, because he plays dum-dums, but lovable dum-dums. And I think I fall yeah, very well on that lovable dum-dum space. Maybe I'm wrong, but um, I think Zach. He's a very funny Gal- man. Yeah, I love him. I can't say his last name. I've never tried to do it because it's more fun to mispronounce it. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely, I would pick Sir Alec Guinness or Donald Glover or Ellen Page. Those are all really, <laughs> really good I, answers. <laughs> like, I would just rather see them than me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. No, that's a very answer. good point. Um, but if I had to pick, I think maybe Michael Sarah. <laughs> like, probably know. true again as well. Sorry, <laughs> sorry about uh, that. That's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm cool with that. Um, so that's maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Sure, <laughs> I'm a I'm a nerd. I don't know. All so right. Tito asks um, one last minute question. This is his last. I love one, it. I think. Yeah. yeah. Do you like the changes to the ladder system? And how feels bad is nine stars and below that they should keep their winning streak. So we actually asked for a clarification and it was like, keep your winning streak up to legend. So like you get to get double stars for just winning multiple games in a row, not just your star um, multiplier, which I don't, I actually, the winning streak is fine, but I don't feel like it's necess- a necessary part of Hearthstone at all. I don't, I don't think we need to have a winning streak, but it's fine. So I don't necessarily think we need one of those. Um, I, I'm personally am happier with a ladder without bonus stars and win Yeah, streaks. me too. I, I I like when you win, you go up, and when you lose, you yeah. go down. I like that. Yeah. That's um, I don't I don't like when the game kind of tries to make me feel good about Losing. things that aren't good. Yeah. And I know they do that because it makes you feel yep. better about playing the game, maybe. But for me, like I don't need like the more it makes me feel good about doing things that aren't good, the less good I feel about doing actual things that are good. I don't know if that makes sense. Like. Like, it just kind of, like, just brings this whole, like, if you give me fireworks when um, when I'm losing, what like, then winning and getting the fireworks doesn't feel as good. So, yeah. And and win streaks are for winning, but essentially what they do is they make up for if you're losing, losing more than, than you're winning, winning right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, no, I, I would definitely not want them to do that. But I'm also in a different spot. Like, I don't, that does, I'm in a different spot. So it's hard for, for us to miss. Yeah, so I'm I'm probably more of a 9x gamer than 10x gamer. So, and I'm definitely not 11 stars, right? So 11, 11 times. Um, I, I don't necessarily think it feels bad necessarily. I just think it feels weird. And maybe it's just like a getting to know it kind of area, right? We have to get used to that. What I really, really want is I want a home, right? I want like... And that's kind of what they did with MMR and the multiplier system. 
is they're giving you this this home where it's like, okay, you're 9X and you play other 9X players, right? Until you win X number of games and then you um, switch to this other mode where you can earn your way to be 10X, right? Like that's kind of what our ladder system is. It's just not. That's a more elegant way to it's put not, it. It's not. Visu- <laughs> it's not visualized that way. Yeah. But that's kind of what I want, right? I I would like that to be just. That's the system. Is like, mm-hmm. you're two x until you get out of two x, then you earn your way to three x the next season, or four x, or five x, right? Where you're earning that next spot. I think that is much more interesting to me than. And then I think just getting rid of the X, the multiplier part, right? Don't don't pretend it's a ladder when it's not a ladder because this isn't a ladder. Um, so it's like put me in my league or whatever you want to call it if you don't want to use league because league is apparently a no-no word. Um, call it whatever you want to call it, but put me in that spot so I have an idea of what my home is in Hearthstone. And then let me earn my way to a different spot or let me lose my way to a different spot as well. Like if I, if I'm doing poorly in a season, I should also go back to 8X, right? That shouldn't be, I shouldn't just be 9X forever. Like like I want movement in the game. I want to be able to go down. I want to be able to move up. I want to earn my spot. Um, And that's my biggest problem with the current system is it's nothing until it's something and then it's nothing again, right? So that that's that's my biggest critique is it doesn't mean <laughs> cool. anything because it's nothing that's... is clear. And so like I I like the idea I... of like my multiplier being my home, but I want that to clearly be my home and I want there to be a clear way to earn a better or a clear way to lose my my current multiplier as well, my current home. That's what I want. That's that's cool. that's what I want, but I know that that's not what everybody else wants, so um I don't. I don't know. I don't know if a lot of people know what they want. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh. Uh. Including me. I don't know what my perfect ladder would look like. Okay. Uh. We got a question from Swelly, which is our next one. Um. On Twitter. Uh. At Squelchcast. Favorite hero portrait and why? Uh. Thrall, because Thrall is my first thousand win hero. Uh. Plus the hero portrait looks amazing. So Thrall is definitely, my, I think, my favorite actually. Um. I also love Hazelbark because. It's awesome. Um, like just like the entire character and like the voice lines and everything are. Um, we need the art. Is we need so more good. of that. It's we need moving. more trees, right? Like it is sort of creepy and it's lovable at the same time, so and that's good. moving. It's so good. Everyone's having these visceral reactions to art, and then being like, "I don't like having a visceral reaction to art," and it's like that's good art <laughs> and I, maybe it doesn't make you feel comfortable in a loving tree creature i love that yeah, it's like a little creepy it's awesome. it's awesome i don't know why people yeah they just it's not what they're expecting so then they're just like you this is not what i would have expected yeah and yeah. i also like fire Jaina a lot and pirate what's her name a lot um but i mostly like them because other people don't like them because people that's, choose not to that's like things weird but everyone on twitter everyone on twitch i see loves fire jana she's like the number one everyone's favorite oh, hero maybe i'm wrong i'm really surprised he's i don't know but like that's might just be the people i watch or the people i've seen fire jana is like at the top of so many people's lists that's weird what? it doesn't matter but you like um pirate valera yeah not what's Looks- her name. we even did lore on valera yeah, well <laughs> I can't ever remember. It's hard to remember a name. Yeah. I do. I did lore on. I didn't do a lore on Valera. I did lore on um, Lapdogs, which is. No, I did. Lore oh, on did Valera. you? Oh. <laughs> yeah. You were there. <laughs> it was long. <laughs> oh, all right. What are your favorites? 
Um, so my favorite, hundred uh, percent, is a thousand win Rexar. Um, I think it's fabulous, absolutely gorgeous. I love the color scheme, um, just the oranges and the and the blues and the yep. greens. One of my favorites. It's as a well. really funky color scheme. Scheme. Um, it the proportions on Rexar with his big hunching back and kind of his like semi goofy expression and face. It very much reads like a 1970s or 80s fantasy drawing, like a Ralph Bakshi something. And I love that stuff. I am a sucker for that stuff. It's also a very different art style. And I just, I prefer that in my games. I want to see different artists kind of bring their own flavor to the game. And I think it's an absolutely gorgeous piece of art. Um, and I really liked running Illyria for a long time. Um, but uh, this definitely superseded her but i'm not i'm not playing a lot of hunter right now which is kind of sad because i love that portrait um my my other one that is right up there with it though is nemzy Nemzy's i absolutely awesome love, nemzy. I love nemzy i love the angle the point of view we're looking mm-hmm. up at her on the beast mm-hmm. um i love that she's chilling and chewing on a piece of fruit like there's uh so she's this evil looking cutesy warlock yep. just she's like no warlock minor, right? like that's the equivalent of Clint, East, Clint Eastwood smoking a cigarette in a western right she's like chewing on her food, yeah, right? yeah like I don't care like come mess with me and so she has this like tough demeanor for a cutesy little gnome it's absolutely hilarious and just the cropping of the the bog what do you call it bog slasher the bog no 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 the bog elemental what a bog, bog creeper, creeper um in the bottom left uh it's just a beautiful color scheme and, and again the the cool greens and the warm oranges and reds this is a beautiful contrast there i, re- I really love it so, those are those are my two favorite i i had a shout out here for the other ones that i really like i love medivh um uh, i i think medivh is is just this this weird awesome uh representation of medieve i love it taronda is is just an absolutely gorgeous piece of art um and uh i i yeah that that thing is beautiful uh dame hazelbark was on mine as well like what a weird creepy interesting image i just i absolutely love it one of my favorites in hearthstone and morgul because um morgul's a murloc and how do i not love it i i think taronda is actually my least favorite because it is so stereo, stereotypically fantasy art, right? Like I just find it, I feel I find it just I find really it, I don't know though uninteresting. Is it? Yeah, I mean for me at least, I'm not saying I mean it's my own personal opinion. I don't know. I mean other people yeah. love it. That's fine. Yeah. You love it. That's cool. I'm not gonna say you're wrong. Um, but it's very not Warcraft. It's though. it's very just. Like I wasn't and I didn't wasn't saying Warcraft. I mean like just like if, yeah. if you gave it like if it had you know maybe. Four times more cleavage you would expect it on a 1980s fantasy book cover, right? So <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it, it's just I I just don't find it like particularly interesting because it's very classically fantasy, right? So that's that mm. that's kind of my only issue with it. I think it's it looks really good. It's great. Um, I'm glad it doesn't have 1980s cleavage, um, but because that's, we, don't, we don't need that in our games. Why do why should I'm just saying? But um. But yeah, I just I think she's one of the more in- uninteresting heroes. But I also know that she's you know a classic part of the game. So, uh, so Ben Hearthstone on the Twitters said, "New game mode in Phase Two has already been discussed. What are your hopes slash predictions for the achievements and progression coming in Phase Three of Year of the Phoenix?" So, what do you think? their achievements and progressions are going to be. I said, I think there will be different ways to progress through the game and a new and new things to achieve. (laughs) 
Yeah. So one of the unlockables is going to be achievements, right? So like, well, I'm right really hoping. The, yeah, it says achievements and progressions. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Oh, I was thinking it was in the, the spell locked ones. Oh, okay. This is a more directed question than I was thinking. Sorry. I guess I didn't read it through it uh, clearly enough. Um, but I'm I'm hoping for unlockable cosmetics. I, I know that's pretty obvious. Um, but I think an icon or an emoji to go beside your name in game that's available through your accomplishments, that would be really awesome. Um, I don't know. I think it's going to be really interesting to see. And on some level as a player, I am going to be a little disappointed that there's going to be lists of things on there that I've already done that will not, I have a feeling they they obviously won't be able to go back and, and, um, have them done previously. Um, so that'll be disappointing, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm very interested. Um, I haven't, put a ton of thought into what i would like to see um but um i hope there's a lot available through achievements and not so much through uh, microtransactions or or purchase packs um like the hero portraits in the past have always been through like pre-ordering for the you most get this part, extra right? hero portrait i i i hope there's some more kind of um throw a bone to just like um to just like um um kind of not loyalty but like just gameplay you play the game a yeah. lot here's here's some stuff for you i think um i know like platinum cards that kind answer. of stuff like to get unlocked um being able to like earn through like gameplay of you know x number of games with x card you know or you get like a golden card that'd be super awesome like a, like a good way to like I would like to have a way to have a really awesome looking deck without having to pay for it. But I also understand that's how they make money. Yeah. So that's fine. I, I understand what it is, what it is to do. I understand that. Um, and I would love for there to be like, so, and like in wow, after I left the game, like there is, there are guild achievements and guild progressions. Like give me that. Like, yeah, like I, that would be great I, as a group. Yeah. Like I want like our group to be able to unlock different things. And I want like I think it'd be so cool to like be able to have different teams or different guilds or it might be and have like group like group group achievements and that kind of stuff. Like Hearthstone is one thousand percent more fun with other people. I just wish that they would embrace that in any way. And I don't you know, if it's one of those locked spell locked ones or if it's through achievements and progression, I understand it'd be hard, but I think people would love it. Right. So that's, mm-hmm. so I, I want, I guess that'd be kind of fun to find a new way to earn shinies. I think would be really interesting. Um, a way to earn different heroes. Mm-hmm. Obviously again, it'd be really interesting. Um, have, have achievements for playing co-op with people. That would be great. Yeah. Like- oh Yeah. I really like that. Yeah, too. so um, it doesn't even. I don't need to have in-game stuff. I think having. Like, I don't need to be. Yeah, I, I just. I I want to see different ways to like. Different ways to kind of show off what you've accomplished. I think so, and then yeah. I want I want um, to do it with one, with groups if possible. That's awesome. One of the things I just thought about was, did you see when they advertised the Kael'thas Golden? How um, I just posted an image of it down here. How it was here. wrong, but it awesome. Was great. Yeah. Oh, it's so much better than the legendaries look with the gray yep. border and then the golden um, portrait frame. Yep. 
um oh like if you haven't seen that in client go check it out it's uh, you can just google golden kalthos sunstrider and eventually one comes up down there and it's it's uh it's like halfway between a regular card and a golden card and it is gorgeous it's amazing it is absolutely beautiful um that would be cool to like i don't want to see the like full art or like the cards change too too much i really love the iconic frames on the hearthstone cards um but play with the frame a little bit I, th- I think there's a lot of room for that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't need alt art or full art, but like play with frames. Yeah. 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 Cool. That, that's it for this show. <laughs> <laughs> so this went a l- This is the longest was, show maybe we've I recorded. Think, Holy moly. I think that we are still going to be short of the bot episode once we cut out some of the um intro but we'll see we'll see it may be a new record so um but that is that is this is it for this week record i thought it was a digital download um exactly uh so thank you so much for listening you can find all our socials media and contact information at squelchcast.com you can follow us on twitter at squelchcast and at enthrallment one and at dano play the o is a zero because i'm cool And thank you very much. And remember, this is a game. Games are supposed to be fun. Yeah, I think we can go ahead and skip the Squelch Squelch song this week. Oh, oh, we can't. Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) No, no, no. no. Here we go. No, sorry. My bad. Figured Robert two and a half hours was enough. <laughs> but they certainly yeah, couldn't want more of these two dum-dums. Well I, I thought we were taking squelch forever, literally. literally. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, this was a fun one, though. I so, Everyone who asked this question is so great. And Tito, we give you, we give you crap, but thank you so much for being so active. <laughs> I'm sorry we talked about ladders so much again. We need to stop. People were asking about it. I feel like it was a different take than we've done before, though, wasn't it? I don't feel like it was the same exact take. Like, I don't know. I just feel bad. I know. I know. You I know. and I are passionate about it. I think it. we. So I think about like this needs to be the official. Official. We're done talking about ladder until they make new changes. I. I don't think we've like. We've truly, truly. I think milk. Every. I don't know. It's just, we have overdone it at this point. I agree. Well, yeah. We we we. But we play on ladder every yeah. day. Yeah. Right. So like that's it's a thing. Yeah. yeah it's a big part of. Yeah. This. And, and, and obviously, I have different like opinions on what we think is, is going to be best. Thanks for reminding us. Like, and I, what I've been asking for and wanting hasn't changed. Like, this is what I've always wanted. So. Um, we should do lore next. Week. Oh, we'll definitely do lore next week. I'm gonna do Mecha Draxus next week. Are you? Well, maybe. Okay. If not, we'll do something else. That'll be fun. No, you do. Mecha we can do Mecha Draxus, or we can do. Um, I have a couple different things, kind of like in the hopper. What do I have uh, here bookmarked? Um, lore. So I've got a comma, which could be fun. Altruist, the sufferer. So we could do a second. We could do a second altruist. I have my Ev here um, bookmarked. I have a couple things bookmarked. That'd be kind of fun. Cool. Um, but I think cool. Mecha Draxus would be Love fun. Love it. Especially if there's something, yeah, if there's something so there, too. otherwise maybe I'll just make it up. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Hey, thanks everyone. Thank you.